Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season three, episode five, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Are you sure? Because he act talked an awful lot. He really did. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also talking about oh, I mean, the- Oh, I mean, I mean, yay! Yay! We're also talking about the Bones episode. Um, yes. So this was crossed over with. Yes. Yeah, so this is going to be an extra long podcast. Yes. Uh, get ready. We will not recap Bones. No. We're just going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and we mostly, did watch both. Yeah, we did watch both in relation to Sleepy Hollow. Yes. So yeah, we will we will do that. Okay. Because I'm I'm pretty sure that most people watched both. Probably. I from what I've from what I've gathered. Right. On both sides, Bones yeah. fans and Sleepy fans. Yes. Sleepy heads. Sorry. Sleepy heads. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, we will do that. But before we do. We have a little feedback we wanted to address. Some we do. We have some uh, for the beginning now, and we also have some uh, at the end of the cast. Yes. That we felt went better after the episode. Right. Um, after the recap. Yeah. So, um, so the first one was from uh, our good friend, Miss Charlotte, tweeted at us, um, and she said, have you ladies noticed that Abby's tops have gotten more transparent and her bras are more push-up? I have not. I really I have not don't noticed that. know that I have either. I'm going to definitely be paying attention yeah, now. I will too. Uh, and thank you, Miss Charlotte, because we haven't heard from you in a while, and I was yeah. getting a little worried about you, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so thanks again for tweeting at us. But I can't say that I've noticed. I can't say that I have either. But I haven't really been looking for it. Yeah, so I, like so, I said, I'm definitely going to be paying more attention yeah. to it now. And what else? We got more. Uh, we do. We had an email from Joe. Hi, Joe. Um, who, uh, bless bless his heart. I'm assuming it's a he. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Um, binge listened to us. Yay. Which is really sweet. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> you're a little late for the Katrine Challenge. A little Katrina bit. Challenge, but um, made some good points. And so, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that. Um, I'm gonna. Do you do you think he would have won the Katrina Crane Challenge? I think he would have. Had he gotten it in he on time, only participant oh, well. um, by default. Yeah, by default. Woo! Yeah, you win. <laughs> um, post. <and> post. <laughs> you win in post. So uh, Joe says, I know I'm a bit late for the Katrina Crane the the Katrina Challenge, but I do believe she is necessary. In the beginning, she provided the information relating to the circumstances of why and when he finds himself. Um, Ichabod. Okay. That's, I can agree with that. So I, 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 I get Absolutely. that. She was necessary for that. <clears throat> she was cryptic as shit, but whatever. Um, Ichabod then deduces, uh, prodded by Katrina screaming, save me from this place, that if she was uh, trapped there, then she could and should be freed. Um, so that, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, okay. she could be, she could sure. be, you know, if she had extricated. just if she had just come right out and said, oh, hey, Ichabod, by the way, I'm trapped in purgatory. Could you come get me? Because he if, I know at the beginning he thought um, he thought she was dead. And, and she, it was, that was like a ghost or something. or something. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it would have been hey, the whole never cryptic. Died. Bit. Yeah. The, the whole, whole cryptic bit was it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I know. Um, but, uh, Joe says that after Sin Eater, nearly all of her actions drove a wedge between her and Ichabod, which is yes. very true. Um, his Purely. idealized, his idealized monologue to Yolanda set the stage for what, um, it would take to drive them apart. Secrets and lies. Um, it took all the lies, deceits, and the physical threat to Abby to realize the ultimate reality about Katrina. Um, but through all that, he never stopped loving her. Each and every lie and deceit pushed Ichabod to Ica Abby. I didn't, I never really looked at it from that standpoint. 
Katrina is such a trash can. (laughs) And by contrast, look at this beautiful, wonderful Abby who is fabulous and does not lie to him at every damn turn. Tells him the truth to the point of, ouch. Yeah. Uh, That's that's very good. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I never did think of the fact that she was set up for Abby. She was a setup. Yeah. To push him closer to her. Yeah. Okay. Whereas in uh, in the current season, we've got characters who are being used as a plot device. Yeah. To put a wedge. Yeah. In between them. Yeah. Where Katrina in the past was pushing them together. That's a very interesting point. Mm-hmm. This is why I like feedback. Because yes. Because other people see things differently than we do. Exactly. And we want to know about that. Mm-hmm. So good job, Joe. I think he wins. Yes. Joe wins the Katrina Crane challenge. There we go. I just miss saying Katrina Crane challenge. I know you do. <laughs> Maybe we should come up with another challenge. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and oh, oh, I did want to bring up something else. Um, uh, Joe says that in Paradise Lost, when the team is wakening up, is wakening up, wakening is up? awakening, uh, the weird grammar is me, not Joe, um, we see Moloch's horn on the ground, which neither one of us caught. I know okay. I didn't catch it. No. Because um, Joe says that we didn't mention it in the podcast. Um, I guess we didn't see it. Yeah. I and guess. he says, would that not create a Moloch shard? Who picked it up? Where is it now? Interesting. I'm. You know, I know who picked it up. Who? Kindred. The, the Kindred. <laughs> when in doubt. He's still running it's around with in the, back the Kindred. Of the woods. Who is still out there. With Orion. With uh, where else is would Orion be the Orion yeah. the Orion Orion is I don't know yep plot holes that are killing me yep. I need to know what the so kindred this is, is another plot hole for you we'll to add it, about we'll add it to the list okay so we got the kindred Orion <laughs> with the Moloch shard <laughs> in the ballroom yeah killed Mr. Body there you go that's what happened thank you Joe we just solved clue <laughs> one plus two plus three plus one plus We are going to cast that at some point. Thank you for listening, Joe. We appreciate your feedback. It was really interesting. It did make us think. And right again. Glad you enjoyed binge listening. Yeah. I can't say that I've ever been binge listened to before. Well, now you can. Yay. It's exciting. Um, Yeah. Now stay tuned for after our recap because we do have uh, some more feedback about the specific episode. Yeah. That we we wanted wanted to cover it after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But before we get to our recap... And now, uh, Random Tea Podcast has a sponsor. Yay! We're very excited. We have our very first sponsor. It is Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances. Or, uh, uh, Yeah. So, if you're if you're on Tumblr, you know that um, the Tumbles, uh, we use umph for all, to express all manner of uh, feelings and emotions. Yes. And they saw their chance and they took it. Yes. With the name. Um, but they're on Etsy. And they're not perfumes. No. They are fandom-inspired, hand-blended, essential, and natural oil sprays. Mm -hmm. And they've been around for about a year, and you and I both have several of these. Yes. And we love them. Yeah, they're great. They are wonderful. Um, They have, uh, right now, they've got uh, several different fandoms that they touch on. Unfortunately, Supernatural is not one of them yet. You mean Sleepy Hollow. They do have Supernatural. Did I say Supernatural? Yeah. Sleepy Hollow is not yet. Sleepy Hollow is not yet. But we have brought that up to them. We have. We have requested. <laughs> so they're working on that for us. Yeah. Um, they do have Supernatural. Yes. Uh, and you're using Cass an awful lot right now. Yes, I am, because that helps with cold symptoms. It does, because these are essential oils, and they do have They have benefits, benefits. junk. 
they do. Uh, so they're really great. I use, uh, from the Sherlock collection, I use Moriarty on my pillows Okay. for anxiety to help me okay. sleep. So it's really good. So they have the, the Supernatural. They have Sherlock. Hogwarts they, Houses. They have the Hogwarts Houses. Um, I'm hoping they're going to bring back the limited edition Hermione Yule Ball. That was so good. I love it, That's one of my faves. It smells like Christmas. It does. It's like great. It's mm. what Christmas smells like to me. Uh, they have the Doctor. But not in a cheesy way. No, 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 no. Because they're no. all natural. No. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and they have Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. The 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th Doctors. They all have uh, a time T-H-Y-M-E <laughs> based smell. Love them. And the collection's called the Time Lords. Yes, it's great. They also um, saw the chance and took it. Yes, they did. Uh, they have, uh, their DC collection has Harley Quinn and the Joker. Yep. They also have uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and uh, Pirate King Swan mm-hmm. in their Pirates of the Caribbean. They have Psyduck mm-hmm. and they have Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. And they've got a bunch of stuff in the works. So you guys uh, go and check them out. And if you use our special code, all caps, random tea podcasts, you will get 10% off an order of $5 or more. Yeah. And most of these sprays are around five bucks. Yeah. And if you order, um, like if you get the Time Lords in a bundle, you'll save money, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, you can also get Team Free Will, Supernatural, um, you can get the the John Locke, and they do uh, samples as well. They do do samples. So if there's any one of these that you want, just want a sample of, you can get a sample. I think they're only like seventy cents. Yeah, they're really really reasonable. Very reasonable. So I mean, if if you've got um, fandom friends that you're not really sure Christmas what to do for Christmas, this is great. Yes. Um, so we're gonna have we've got the link on our website. Um, it's gonna be in the podcast notes. So mm-hmm. go and check them out. Uh, use the coupon code. Also. They will do a custom blend for you. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Um, and they're wonderful, wonderful people. So check out our sponsor, guys. Yes. Thanks. Thank um, you. Okay, so uh, now we're going to get into the Bones episode that came first. Yes. Um, again, we're not going to do a scene-by-scene scene recap. Y'all don't want that. No, you don't. Um, because you're here to talk about Sleepy Hollow. So yeah. uh, first of all, I want to go... I'm going to start okay. right off with saying that I'm going to refrain from my annual rant about Halloween. Okay. You've heard my rant. I have heard your rant. It's interesting. About, Hall- about the history of Halloween. Yes. Instead, I'm going to post a link to uh, history.com has really good articles about the actual history of Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting read. It's little different than you expect, um, okay. but it's really good. And it's probably one of my more favorite articles. And I, I'll post about it every year. <laughs> one place or another, I will find some way because it's it's really near and dear to my heart. Yes. So I will post a link about it, but I'm going to refrain from ranting about it in this podcast. I thought it was important to get that out up front. Okay. So okay. Um. So this this was this whole sh- shitstorm felt forced oh to me. Oh my gosh. Yes, it felt very forced. That's really the best word for yeah, it. Yeah, it really did. Um, the headless body. Yeah. Oh, come on. In Colonial Garb. I guess they had to do the crossover somehow. It is a Halloween thing. Yeah. Uh, but still. They oh ke- my gosh. they kept making like like okay, if you didn't watch it, um they find this headless body, they f- this headless skeleton with a current corpse. Yes. And um he's in this really cool coffin and um you know the the forensics team is crawling all over the crime scene and they knock over a jack-o'-lantern. 
like a fake right one, into the casket right into the casket so it sits on top of the head and it's like ah uh, ah uh, ah uh. uh. yeah oh my god it's just stuff like that it was so cheese ball but it wasn't fun cheese ball no it was so bad yeah it was so bad i just now i used to i used to love this show i did too man i was all years, about the bones i loved bones until they fucking got together the booth and the bones got together which was like a last second cliffhanger end of season piece of trash. It was thrown together because Emily got pregnant, and which, they wrote it into the show. Which they had, she had had another pregnancy that they ignored. It was one of those where the actress gets pregnant, so the character doesn't. So we just ignore sure how she looks, and they should have done that, but they didn't. They got or them they, together at the or last they, damn minute. Yeah, or they frame scenes mm-hmm. to where uh, it's properly only, you know, so that they, they you don't see. Yeah, like or they below. hold things. They they carry things. Yeah, they love having actresses carry oh, sure. things. Um, and I think the majority of her pregnancy was off, um, yeah, filming yeah. outside of the filming schedule. So, but this one they didn't. They couldn't ignore it. So, you know, whatever. But it got so cheesy, so bad, so fast, so bad. I mean, and the fact that it just boom, here you go. What what? Yeah. What what happened? Yeah. I just didn't like it. Um. So shortly thereafter. I quit watching it. Yeah. I watched it a little bit longer than you, but uh, yeah. clearly I ain't missing much because, uh, hmm. Boy, yeah. Well, I watched it last week because Betty White was on it. Yeah, I watched that one too. only because Betty White was on it. Yeah. She was adorable. I'm going Plus to be Betty White. we knew it was coming. Yeah. We knew this was coming. We knew this was coming. We're trying to prepare ourselves, and I'm going to grow up to be Betty White. So, um, now, what I thought was really funny was when they trying to identify their actual victim mm-hmm. in this episode they brought in the ear with all the piercings yeah and for just a moment i thought i had been killed and was on an episode of bones yeah you did ask me i thought it was maybe my ear yeah because i have all the piercings yeah um down both my ears like that well i thought it was i thought it was very interesting how angela was like oh let me add some face piercings and they were just the right ones i know i'm like how did she know oh my god how did she i think that computer is godlike Angela the Angelatron Angelatron is, is psychic I'm yeah. telling you um and then Abby and Crane just kind of show up bump it up <laughs> you have a headless body we must investigate <clears throat> well and okay what? so it killed me because they kept saying we have to have this body once the case is over now we have to get custody and I'm like why well, the fuck do you need this body it made sense at first because they, they thought, thought it, it was Abraham Abraham I don't know what circumstances would have led to that but because he had no head well yeah because the kindred's running around with his head like a colonial it it did kind of make sense well that's what i thought given the um given the uh episode description i thought they were gonna go you thought they were gonna go the van brunt Mm -hmm. route but they didn't thank goodness um they went with general howe um and booth has a file on ichabod him and his little fbi buddy they had that whole file. Yeah. But I guess if he's working with the FBI, the FBI would have a file on him. Yeah, that's true. Plus, he's he's wanna... been interred in the uh, in true. the detention facility for smuggling and shit. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I wonder why that didn't come up. I don't know. Uh, but I want to read his file. Yeah, I would love to read his file. But yeah, so Booth knows New Corbin, too. Whoa. Inexplicably. Yeah, because Corbin was sheriff, yeah, not FBI. No. So how exactly did know. they know? I, who I knows? Know. I thought it was interesting to see the interactions between Booth and Abby with that connection. 
Yeah. But it was very out of the blue. Yeah, and and that's only really honestly the only thing I was looking for were the were the interactions because I knew the story was going to be like mm. crap. And it and it really was, but as far as like Bones interacting with um Ichabod cuz they're very similar, but they're also it's so funny to me because I didn't you know, I know we had talked about this a little bit especially in the preview cast um for the season the whole logic versus supernatural. Yes. But it really hit home with, with Ichabod and with Brennan because they are so similar in so many ways, but they are so radically different, different. than others. It's like yeah. Ichabod said in actually in the Sleepy Hollow episode, he was like, um, she would, uh, she would write off Moloch to a, t- to a tall man with, with a skin, skin condition. Skin condition. Yes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, she would. She would. She's so purely factual. But as he kept bringing up, the Founding Fathers believed in some of this stuff, too. That's true. But they didn't have the science that we have now. Right. Her retort was Jefferson has the knowledge equivalent uh, in science to a fourth grader today. Well, it's true. Yeah. But in his day, Jefferson was quite brilliant, actually. Uh, I think the line of the episode Mm -hmm. would have to be, do I look like I just been from the planet Vulcan? When Hodgins mentions the cosplay, that was great, and he knew he like he made the reference, and I was so happy for that because I'm know. like Ichabod's catching up on popular culture. Yes. I love it. I was so proud of him. Um, my favorite thing about this, honestly, was that the entire Bones team ships at Abbey. Every last one of them, and every one of them are like, the- "Are y'all not getting it on? Because you should." <laughs> I read an article. The actors. David ships it. David ships it hard. He was like, why are they not together yet? Emily does too. Mm-hmm. Emily ships it too. Not near as hard as David does though. Oh my God. David's like a little puppy. David's like, so uh, when y'all getting together on the show? Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think it. in that that same interview, uh, he was saying that Nicole had told him, we have other love interests. And David's like, uh-uh, I don't, uh-uh. no, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. So I'm telling you, Which even. Which is pretty much how I look at it too. I agree. Um, but then again, those other quote unquote other love interests are, are plot devices. They're plot devices, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um now Ichabod at the Jeffersonian archives. Yeah. Oh my God. How I, did they get him out of there? I don't understand how that works because, because there are it's like a museum and there's like displays and crap. I wanted to see him this, in there. There's also all the stuff that's not on display. Yeah, they well there's stuff that rotates. Oh but, yeah. The Jeffersonian is a ploy off of the Smithsonian. Yes. It's just fictional. Yeah. Because there is no Jeffersonian. Yes. Right. So this is the Smithsonian. Um, so can you imagine? They let him loose in the archives and he actually came back. Oh, I wanted to see him see one of the uh, displays or something, anything. Yeah. That would yeah. have, I think, seeing him on one of those sets would have been fun, but they didn't do it. Um, but they did discover that his handwriting... Um, <laughs> Matches one Captain Ichabod Crane from the colonial times, and it, that's inexplicable. And is handwriting genetic? Because it must be. It's a paradox, and she just can't explain it. Oh my god! I was wondering how they were going to dance around his age. Yeah. And while that secondary, secondary, mm-hmm. secondary, just making words up. I, I've been doing it this whole cast. I'm gonna keep <laughs> on doing it too. You just watch. Wait till I get some wine. Um. The secondary plot line that kind of flows through when he brings in that document brings in that whole... How, but if he hadn't have brought it up, that yeah. would never have become an issue. Yeah. But then again, that was the only way they were going to get the bones. Yeah. So, 
Well, and the reason why they kept they had to take the bones with them was because it was necessary for the second episode. That's why. That's the whole reason. It was in the script. It was in the script. It was like Speaking we have to get plot here. devices. Yeah, we have to get here by the end of this episode. That was the whole purpose of this episode was to get the bones to Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was great. Now, another scene that you were talking about, Ichabod and Brennan. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed seeing Booth and Abby together. Yeah. Uh, because there's that that one that first scene we see them investigating her the victim's apartment or something, mm-hmm. and they okay they have a dick measuring context. Oh, contest. they totally do. Booth and Abby, and Abby won. Yeah, just gonna say. Yeah, um, and she goes toe to toe with Booth, mm-hmm. and I really liked seeing her step up. Oh, I did too. Yeah, and and be the strong woman that she is. So I thought that was. Uh, so yeah, I liked seeing that contrast too. Yeah. What I and all yes, everybody in the cast did ship them. Oh God, yeah, they kept but, bringing it up. But uh, Brennan brings it up to Ichabod, <laughs> but nobody ever really says anything to Abby. I noticed that everybody kept bringing it up to Ichabod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody brought it up to Abby. Maybe because she's the professional one. She's the I guess, agent. I guess. But, I guess because they saw. Ichabod as being the Brennan character. Well, and the, it, Brennan makes the point of saying, you know, I had a partner, I had a professional partnership with Booth that we turned personal, and it's been very fruitful. Now Bones loves her some sex. She does love her some sex. She, now, but that's been canonical for oh, her from, from the, the beginning, beginning of the show. Yes, woman the loves beginning. her some sex. Yes, they've always made Bones a very sexual creature, even though she's very logical and straightforward. Mm-hmm. She what? Yeah, I know. And the so that's not a new that was not out of character. Because Ichabod for her. makes a makes a point of saying, "Well, we just have a professional relationship," and she's like, "Yeah, I, I did with with Booth too, but we took it to the next level." Yeah, and but it's you know awesome. what? You need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face was just oh, yeah, it was great. So great. But I really wish somebody had said something like Angela say yeah, something to, to Abby, Abby about it. Ichabod felt more a part of that episode than Abby did, though. I agree. I agree. Which so. was, eh, which yeah. didn't make me happy, but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, some historical points, because, okay. of course, I did look into some stuff. Of course you did. Uh, the picture that they use of General Howe, the portrait is an actual portrait of General Howe. Yeah, I didn't know they could actually do that. But yeah. That's, apparent, according to Bones, that's a thing. It's a thing. Because they identified him based on the, uh, like, they did a um, reconstruction, like they do on Bones. Yes. And they try to, they it's matched a, him to historical I don't portraits. Think I've, I don't think I've ever seen a episode of Bones that did not have a facial reconstruction. That's true. Because That's true. why else would you need Angela? Right. But she matched it to a portrait, not a picture. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but it was, that actually was his portrait. It so that really was good. his portrait. So that was good. I'll take um, that. We'll, we'll, we'll have that. Um, now, uh, Ichabod uses some Latin. The Librum Sub Umbras. Mm-hmm. Is what he calls this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, its literal translation is for book under the shade. <laughs> okay. But being Latin, that's, yeah. the, that's the actual literal. straightforward yeah. literal translation. But that would translate to a book of shadows. Oh, okay. Under the shade. Uh, okay. Book of shadows. Gotcha. Uh, now, book of shadows is a common term for a book of spells. Right. Uh, we've, I think we've discussed that before. It looks like it's written in runes. Just regular old, good old-fashioned Celtic runes, as you do. Yeah, um, yeah. But the hidden text was in English. Yeah, yeah. The Illum- I thought they were going to go the, the Illuminati. Illuminati. I thought because they were of Hodgins. Too. I got excited. Because it was Hodgins. Yeah. And he's he's a conspiracy theorist, he not is. a supernatural nut. He is. I thought 
that was great. But Hodgins acts like the book is evil because he talks about Evil Dead. Yeah. But not all books of shadows are necessarily evil. The books themselves are not evil. Yeah. It's what you. It's like any other object. Um, it's what you do with it well, that it's makes like, it good or evil. It's like uh, when they were after John Dee's uh, the uh, the grimoire. Right. It was used for evil. Used, it yeah. wasn't inherently exactly. evil itself. A, grim, a grimoire is also a book of spells. Yeah. It's another name. Yeah. It just depends on who you ask. Um, but Hodgins needs to not fist bump Ichabod. <laughs> you didn't like that I at did not all. Like you were the like, that's bump. dirty. That's cheating. <laughs> Do not like, cheat on this. I don't like bump. it. No. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, let's see. I think that's really all the real historical stuff. Yeah, basically, I looked into. kids, it just boils down to they found General Howe's body. And we remember General Howe from the Whisper episode Yep. Um, as the one that uh, Betsy um, quote-unquote distracted and that tried to compel Ichabod to give names up, and he didn't. And he did not. Yeah. Denied. Yeah. Oh, and the so fact- they end the episode with a new party favor, and that's General Howe's body. Yeah, they did. Woo. Um, I am. We got a Sherlock Holmes reference. We did get a Sherlock Holmes reference. I was very happy about that. We both were like, yeah, because if you guys know anything about us, we met because of Sherlock Holmes and yeah. uh, to to one Beacon in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's in April. Go go first weekend in April, 2016. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah, we will. Random T podcast will be there. Yes, yes, we will. Masquerading as the homeless network. Yes. But anyway, um, <laughs> we have duplicate identities. I know we do, man. It's we have great. like triplicate identities. I know. So, uh, yeah. What was uh, is is the famous quote? Yeah, it from was Sherlock Holmes. It, which I'll paraphrase here: If something's weird and you don't have another explanation, then it must be the weird. It's thing. It's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's Spock has also been. Mm-hmm. Roughly quoted as saying, so it must be true. Um, oh, the tooth. Uh, I read somewhere, I, I read... Oh, a, the porcelain tooth? Right. I read, uh, I think it was an anthropologist's or a forensics, anthrop- somebody's uh, take on this episode. And she was saying that the tooth would never have looked like that because it was rude and all. Oh, okay. A false tooth would not have looked like that. Yeah. Um, and had other choice words to say about how the bones were being laid out, <laughs> how incorrect it was, Front and row. on and on. I was like, yeah, okay, you're quite nitpicky. I understand that's your job and all, but I'm going to move on now. This is not history. Which is odd because Kathy Reichs, who wrote the original books that these are based on, um, even though the character's more Kathy than Brennan, um, she's a consultant. Yes. And so she's very heavily involved in the minutiae of it. But a lot, but I mean, it's visual. You're That's talking about true. a TV show. That's true. It's visual. Uh, so yeah, it was. I think, I'm glad I saw it. I think one of the things you told me was uh, after after the whole thing was over, you were like, "Well, that was an episode was of an television." Episode. <laughs> That's what I said. I that was, was like, an episode. Yep. That was the thing people were in. It was the thing, and we watched it. <laughs> and it was over. I think just. Being former fans of Bones, it was really hard. I just never, it was, I can't, I still can't accept the crossover. Like you said, it just felt so forced. I think the second half was more natural, but I may, it was probably only because of the first one. Yeah. If we'd not seen the first one and just had the second one, it probably would have felt forced too. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So I just. I don't even know. <laughs> and Ichabod drinking a girly drink. Yeah. There at the, I'm, I'm using air quotes. Yeah. 
um, because there is no such thing. If a guy wants to drink sex on the beach, honey, go for it. Go get you some. They're yummy. They're yummy. Yummy. It just gave me life because Booth and Brennan are sitting there having them beer, right? And Ichabod is sitting there with his mango colored hurricane glass, Mm -hmm. just as just as proud as he could be. In the Founding Fathers Bar. In the Founding Fathers Bar, yeah. But that bar's been around since about season four, I think, of Bones. Yeah, because it, it's the diner during the day. Mm-hmm. And then... It's the Royals Diner, I think. It's the Royal Diner during the day, and then they go to the bar at night. Founding Fathers. Um, fondled in the Forest is what he says Benjamin Franklin... Yeah, I kind of I kind of want to make a Fondled in the Forest now. I've decided that Benjamin Franklin has invented everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my coffee mug, Benjamin Franklin. Yep. My phone, Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. And he flirted with it. Of course he did. <laughs> oh, no, I, I need some hand sanitizer. I know, right? <laughs> I, uh, but I do want to point out, Abby was drinking coffee. Was she? She was drink, Or she was drinking out of a coffee mug. I bet because she had to drive home. Thank you for showing some responsibility on the television. That's nice. Because the three of them were drinking, one was not. Responsible yep. drinking, responsible driver kids that's how it's done there you go have a designated driver do we always did yeah when i was young and rebellious and went drinking all the time we always had a that's good that's probably why you're still it's almost always martin (laughs) okay rest his soul but um but yeah but yeah but she was i was because i was going okay well he's drinking sex on the beach what's abby drinking what's uh well so both and brand they're drinking a beer what's abby's got a coffee cup yeah so either she's drinking an irish coffee which mm, no i think she's I no yeah she's probably just so i was i was happy to see being responsible a, a, an adulting. adulting that's how you adult that is how you adult so it was an episode mm-hmm. i'm probably not going to watch it again no 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 so but i would love to hear what our listeners thought if if they well i, I would like to know if they watched both and what they thought if they did watch both and what they thought if they didn't like were they totally confused like what the fuck's going on i wish i had thought to create a poll oh that would have been a great idea i wish i had thought to create a poll before today i'll see if i can't you know you can do polls on twitter now oh cool. I'll, I'll, I'll see if i can't put together a poll on twitter okay and uh this afternoon because we watched it I think for a couple different reasons. I think even if we wouldn't be podcasting about it, we would have. Oh, watched. I would have watched it. Had I not even, yeah. Um, yes, because we were former fans too. I mean, we we knew enough about the show to be dangerous with it, right? Except for there was a random guy that I didn't know who he was, but random. Oh, that's the guy who. Repl- that's the guy who replaced Sweets. I don't like him. I don't like him either because he's not Sweets, and I hate that they killed off Sweets because that pissed me off. Yep. Bastards. See, this show pisses me off. Yeah. Although after ten seasons. Bones is in season Ooh. 11. This is the first time they've changed showrunners. Yeah. That, that, they, I think they need to be done now. They so need to be done. But, okay. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I want to know what our listeners think. They can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or they can get us on the Twitters at randomtcasts. Or you can find us on the Tumblers at randomtpodcasts.tumblr.com. Yep. Yay, team. I said it. Yay. Yay. Uh, but you can also check out our website at randomtpodcast.com. Check out our other podcasts. Um, we can pimp about those later. But there are others. But there are others. Gotham. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Stuff. <laughs> Thanks. 
That's what my notes say. Okay. Stuff things. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, anything else about Bones? Uh, Any other thoughts? It was just problems. Not At least they use Wendell Bray. Yeah, Wendell was their squintern. Wendell was the squintern. He's probably one of my favorite, if not Vincent. Yeah. They killed him. I know. I know. Bastards. I know. I cried. Because I put the lime in the coconut. Bastards. But that was so he could be on Alphas, which only lasted a season. Yeah. Speaking of shows that should not have been canceled, Fox. <laughs> no, that was sci-fi. Was that sci-fi? Alphas was sci-fi. Alphas was sci-fi? Mm-hmm. Fox canceled it. I'm blaming <laughs> Fox. Fox. I'm blaming Fox. Fox. Fox likes to kill people. Bones likes to kill people off because they killed off Sweets because he wanted to go do some other shit. He sh- wanted to do a side project he for wanted a to- little while and they just killed him. Yeah, he wanted to like, he was like producing or directing or something. Yeah. And yeah. They ki- he was like, hey guys, I need a break. No, we're killing you off. Yeah. It's like, damn, calm your tits, Bones. And I liked sweets. I did too. Especially after we got his backstory about um, the scars on his back. Precious little pumpkin. He's a cinnamon roll. Yes. Must be protected. But he would kill you. He would have killed you. He would have if he had to. Got rid of Zach too. But there's lots of problems with Bones and that's not what this podcast is about. You guys are here to listen to us talk about Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy so, Hollow. You ready to get to a Sleepy Hollow recap? Let's do this, Let's bitch. Let's do this. Uh, so it's Dead Men Tell No Tales, and it was directed by Russell Fine, who also directed Paradise Lost and Whispers in the Dark, which I thought was interesting because Whispers in the Dark was the other General Howe episode. Well, go figure. Uh, it was written by Sam Chalson, who also wrote on Indispensable Man, <laughs> Deliverance, uh, Kali Yuga, and Eyewitness. Okay. And Whispers. Okay. Um, I think he was one of the story editors on Eyewitness. Because okay. for the longest time, it was just reported as Albert Kim being the sole writer for Eyewitness. But I noticed when I went back, because they actually had IMDb updated this week. Wow. Thank God. Um, that he was now credited as a story editor on Eyewitness. Okay. Along with our other writer this week, Nelson Graves, who wrote on the um, Minus Indispensable Man, wrote on the same episodes as Sam Chalson. Okay. So, apparently, they're, you know, working together a well, good little bit, okay. which is fine. What did you think of this episode? A hot mess. It was such a hot mess. I mean, the... It was not even a hot mess. It was a lukewarm mess. Th- and the more I look at it, because there were a lot of unexplained stuff that I'll bitch about shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, and putting, stuff that just flat out got ignored. Putting the bone stuff in took valuable, valuable time an explanation away. Well, that, and it took away from our Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. But they had to have their crossover, so... And why, why are you going to kill the black kid? Oh, my God. We'll... We'll, we'll get to that, but... Mm. I know. I th- as soon as I saw the, the three I was kids like, don't on kill, screen... Don't kill, the, don't kill the black kid. We knew who, who was going to die. And... He may as well have been wearing a red shirt. Somehow I heard Orlando Jones in the distance. I heard him screaming through the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. They do it on The Walking Dead, too. It's There's a black character. You know he's going to end up dead. That's just horrible. Makes me so angry. That's horrible. Except Morgan's still alive. Well, there you go. Today. As of right now. But I have so many. I'm, don't get me started on Walking <laughs> Dead this week. I was so angry. Anyway, we're here to talk about Sleepy Hollow. Right. Um, I think... And it was so, oh, God, the Halloween parts <laughs> there at the end. I just yeah. wanted to cry. Yeah. 
I think you know I wanted a Halloween episode and if this is how you're gonna do it it was so cheesy but I don't know if they were trying to go cheesy because it was awful I think the Jenny and Joe side story was way more interesting yeah easily I want I hope they do that episode yeah I hope they get an episode and then let the Ichabod Abbey part be the the side story yeah 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 Um, but yeah I think the Jenny and Joe subplot was way more interesting yeah I do too but anyway so we start off and there is this courier driver um not an a courier well i guess he's 200 he's been dead for 200 years no the, the driver the driver in the van but they're using a courier not an yes. ambulance yeah oh yeah 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 i get what you're saying you we're supposed to get the whole thought i was oh, not saying gosh do i have the brain <laughs> yeah you have i'm sorry brain. i have the brain right now um and so he's driving down the road and it's it's that road in Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> because there's only one. It's the road where weird shit happens. And his all his electronic devices go all weird. Um, you wh- knew he was not going to make it. But he did. That's the weird part. I have I issues that, with a lot of this. Speaking of, yeah. So who who appears in the middle of the road but our good old friend Pandora. And of course he wrecks he wrecks the, uh, the van trying to get away from her. And um, I was trying to not run her over. Yeah, yeah, trying to not run her over. And so he he wrecks the van and he runs out in the middle of the road to find out if she's okay and she's gone. But then she pops back up behind him. Whatever. And <clears throat> excuse me, sorry guys, I'm still getting over a cold. You poor thing. And um, she Darth Vader's him for a minute, <laughs> and she says that she's sorry and it's not personal. But then she stops choking him, and lets him run away. So not Pandora. I don't know what her game is. And they never tell us what happened to him. Yeah, I don't, like, he no never shows up, they don't investigate no. him. No, Like, that would have been the perfect way to tie Pandora to this bullshit, is Abby and Ichabod talk to him, and he's like, there was some woman in this robe, and she had dark hair, and it, and then they go, fucking Pandora. Pandora. They could, could have easily have been used. But no, we spent our time on bone shenanigans. Or they don't even had to have interviewed him, because how... Ha- them finding out about the van oh it just didn't show up no the guy ran called somebody and said hey i just got carjacked and report it yeah and in part of the report it was this woman and that could have been their logic leak to it being pandora as opposed as opposed to let's just assume it's pandora Mm -hmm. what the yeah because when they find it they find the van themselves it is not like a police no, investigation no. they just show up with some flashlights flashlight. anyway that's <sighs> so uh so the guy runs away and um pandora gets in the uh gets into the back of the van and um she opens the coffin and of course it's the skeleton from the previous bones episode mm-hmm. uh, that we know to be general Howe. And she takes this rune stone which I thought looked native and then we find out it's Nordic or some shit. And she puts the runestone on his, like, sternum, and these, like, bugs appear, and instead of eating the flesh, they spit the flesh out. They're reverse maggots. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse maggots. Reverse which, maggots. of course, everybody knows reverse maggots. Well, yeah. And, um, so he, he's all shrunken, though, and shriveled. He's all, like, a mummy. He's zombified. Of. Um, and Pandora's like, um, will you, uh... The, the king has need of your services again. The, yeah, the king requires your service or something like that. And I I took it to mean that that's who she's working for. You took it to mean is the king of England. Yes, because you used to work for King George. And so right. I'm going to 
like you know no time has passed I'm not I guess tell you I guess I was just hoping for some more backstory for her yeah but yours actually you're that makes more sense yeah as the king of England yeah but I could see it your way too I could see how that could be interpreted yeah. but I yeah just I'm just hoping I want more you want king of hell I do I want some I want some explanation for Pandora's presence in Sleepy Hollow because we yeah. haven't gotten it yet yeah um and so he sits up and um he asks where, and she's like, you're in Sleepy Hollow now. And um, she wants him to raise his men, and they're going to make the Patriot dogs pay. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, and she's, she's like, "Everybody's, you're going to make everybody pay, and he's like, Crane. He might as well have held up his fist. He might as well Crane. have shaken, shaken his fist. Yeah. Con! Con! <laughs> that would have been great, huh? Um, so we move on to the bowling alley. Oh, God. And Abby and Ichabod and Jenny and Joe are bowling. And, uh, Abby is dressed up as Beyonce. Oh, now, okay. I have to say, when I first saw her, my first thought was Queen Latifah. Because you saw the Queen necklace. I saw the Queen necklace. And it was very, like, 90s Queen Latifah with the plaid shirt and the shorts. Uh, see, that, yeah, exactly. But... You know, we were discussing it before we started recording. It kind of shows my age a little <laughs> because I Queen, see that, Queen, Queen Latifah, yeah, in growing for me was the queen. Yeah, I understand Beyonce and respect. Yes, for Beyonce, absolutely. But yes. my mind went straight to Queen Latifah because yes. she is a glorious, glorious woman, and I love her. And I think I kind of wanted the callback. Yeah, but. But it's okay. She absolutely was Beyonce, and she was a beautiful, gorgeous Beyonce and she, you without know she, being overly sexualized. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Because so as happy. a woman, especially Halloween, and we did it with fucking Zoe. Well, well but Zoe's over there. Um, thank you, because because it's this running joke and it's Tumblr. I I laugh my ass off because people post some of these ridiculous costumes. Yes. where it's like sexy. Whatever it is. Sexy Spongebob? Sexy Spongebob. What the fuck is that? I don't know. But like, like they will sex anything. And so I was really happy. And Jenny too. Jenny was dressed as a Mountie. Right. Um, With a really cool, like, dry, icy looking drink. I know. That was, was cool. But yeah. I was so, like, no bowling alley serves that crap. Yeah. So I was I was really happy about that. Um, That made me happy. And so neither one of them were over. But she was Beyonce who can be sexy at times and she had Good shorts on i mean it wasn't like you but know, they weren't she didn't focused, look like a nun but, but they didn't focus on and they weren't like the zooming in shorts. on her yeah i didn't overly notice any cleavage Mm-mm. but because you know if they show some abby cleavage i'm i would pay I attention would say to that hello because she, boy girl got some nice boobs yeah sorry i apologize that was She's creepy beautiful. girl's very beautiful nicole is just a goddess she is i i adore her and anyway um Moving on. But yeah, so um, they... Oh, uh, and we should go ahead and mention Joe was... Uh, what was what was Joe? bloody uh, doctor. I didn't know if like he was he supposed blood on to his be... Scrubs. If that was what he was supposed to be, or if he was supposed to be a back from the dead kind of thing, but without he the face. Didn't have any, yeah, he didn't have any makeup on, so I don't know if they were just like, and Joe has to be in a costume and this. And he's an EMT, so we're going to put him in scrubs. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> what? what? Okay. Um, and... Uh, uh, <laughs> Ichabod. Um, I love it because Jenny's Squirrel. like. <laughs> no, really. Squirrel. I saw a squirrel outside. Okay. 
Sorry. Um, Jenny, Jenny's like, uh, yeah, Ichabod, you could have dressed up. And he's like, um, hello, I did. Look at this waistcoat and look at this, uh, the burkhad and everything. The French like, buttons or something? He's like, I'm John Adams. And they're like, anyway. Okay. They just thought, you know, it was like, we know you have a look and all. Apparently, Jenny respects the look. Jenny respects the look because the look is good. I, but it was, there it, it are, was great. There are still people, and I was reading this on, on Reddit. Um, I try not to read too much before we podcast because I don't want other people's opinions seeping into seeping into to my thoughts yeah. until after. Um, but there are still people out there who really wish he would start wearing modern clothes. <gasps> Blasphemy. No, I love. I love his. I love, I love his And I clothes. love that he's so adamant about still wearing them. Yes. Yes. So, That's he, but he's. John Adams, who is not, no, John Adams is the guy on, yeah, the Sam Adams, no, beer bo- Paul no? Revere is, Paul Revere, dang it, but yeah, so, it was great, so Zoe's there, so Zoe's there, uh, with her, with some other friends, which I was happy to see that Zoe has other friends that were not presenting her like this lonely, true, weird, like Caroline appeared to be. Yeah, but they do mention the reenactment club and everything, and, and when True. they have that funeral for. Her. But for so, this is a good point to bring up Zoe. Um, I know a lot of people think that she is uh, working for or with Pandora. That is a common theory that I have seen recently uh, in my not readings. I don't personally get that. I don't see it. If if they are going to do that, then it will be a surprise to somebody like me because looking back, we saw signs with Henry. Yes, I'm not getting signs with her. I don't, and I don't get that vibe off of her. No, um, I no. think she is more of the of a replacement for Caroline. Yeah, and I think she's there to drive a wedge. Yeah, she's there to to drive a wedge to uh, make for Abby the viewers. Jealous. Yeah, well, she's there to drive a wedge between the two of them uh, from the viewers' point of view to make us want Ica Abby, Ica even, Abby more. even more because Ica Abby is in game. Yep, and I have I'm convinced of it. Case in point. In a little bit. Yeah. So I don't, I think she is there as an impediment to them, but I don't think she's evil. And I still hold by my, my prediction that she's going to get kidnapped. She's going to be used against Ichabod at some point. There's going to be some peril. There will be peril. She will be a dam. She'll become a damsel in distress. Okay. And I will hate it. But I see this. It's the setup's there. And if I'm wrong and Zoe's working for Pandora, um, then we, then we will have missed it. I'll be wrong. We'll be wrong. So, but I agree with you. I don't, I don't see her. As a minion for Pandora. Unless at some point Pandora takes her over. Yeah. Like corrupts her or whatever. But, but I've ha- seen no. From I what have, we've seen so far. I have I, no I don't evidence. Yeah. I have no evidence. Yes, she did appear at the same time the beginning of the season. But it was because Ichabod it was the had beginning of the season. And Ichabod had petitioned for this, uh, for this building to become a landmark. Right. And, and she's been involved in all that. She was working with him to help get the archives um, mm-hmm. set up with the historical society and uh, and then had to. So, of course, you know, she knew all about yeah. the archives to begin with. Yeah. Because she was involved. And like she said, she approved it. But she, she just couldn't, couldn't the release funding. the funds Be- because he's not a citizen. And he's not a that citizen. led to all that. So, so. so that's where the whole citizenship thing comes up. Um, but so Abby, anyway. like, pushes Ichabod toward her. He's like, she's like, go, go say hi or go, go talk to your friend Zoe. Yeah, literally starts to push. And he has this sad little face for, and it doesn't, he doesn't last want for to. Re- he doesn't want to. And she keeps pushing him. 
And um, but I have yeah, my theories about that. Um, so he goes and he uh, greets her, and she is Jesus. She's dressed up as Betsy Ross in a short skirt. In a short skirt, and so basically, she's sexy Betsy Ross. Even though, uh, according uh, apparently original flavor, Betsy Ross was pretty damn proud of her cleavage too. That's what we've been led to believe. Um, and so uh, Zoe's like, "Oh, will you." pull a frame with me later and he's like oh of course which we never see happen which we never see happen which Mm -hmm. i'm fine with um and so ichabod goes back to his friends and um he starts to rant about halloween and um jenny as i promise not to do (laughs) jenny she's kind of drinking she's like she gives that jesus fuck look of god we're gonna get another lecture and it's great it's absolutely great. And uh, they, they all tease him about jo- Zoe, though, too. What was it? Um, he, he does his little rant mm-hmm. and about how Halloween's supposed to be this religious and da-da-da-da-da. I promised I wouldn't rant about it. And I'm saying that to myself more than you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, was it? Abby says apparently uh, a short blue and white skirt gets a pass. Yes. And he says, well, when in Rome. Yeah. Because that's that what really I was thinking cute. was, okay, no, no. And I'm glad she addressed it. Yes. That Zoe's skanky ass, which is, it's not as skanky as it could have been. Because no. Because have you seen, like, sexy little Bo Peep? I mean, she was kind of covered up here. Yeah. Short skirt the top. Though. But, yeah, the skirt came right to her knees. Um, so. Yeah. But, I mean, okay. Now, in contrast, Abby was dressed up as Beyonce, mm-hmm. which is, was with the short skirt, short shorts. Yeah. But that's Beyonce. Yeah. Betsy Ross. I mean, if if she was going to no, do a colonial era. Do the full dress. Like do Ichabod the, did. Do something more accurate. Don't yeah. do the short skirt just to be sexy. Yeah. If you want to dress up as something sexy, then get a cat suit. Yeah. Go sexy. Because this is the time of year where all you have to do is put ears on it and no other women can judge you according to Mean Girls. Sexy Ninja Turtles? We've seen those. That What? We've seen those. It's it's a shame. Um, so this is where Ichabod gets a call or text or whatever. And randomly, and why him? I don't know. And he's like, hey, uh, you know General Howe's body that Dr. Brennan was making no, sure came to us? I think I just answered my own question. Okay. The reason why it was him okay. was because they released the bones to him as the historical society. This bullshit historical society that doesn't exist... But I'm still, <laughs> I still appreciate that they've given That's him a true. cover story. That's true. That we didn't have for two seasons. I'm like, how the fuck are they explaining this dude? Yeah. Well, now we have an explanation for go. Ichabod's presence in the world. Yeah. This is who he is, and this is what he does, and this is why he's here. <laughs> so they were giving the bone, they were sending the bones to To the historical him. society. Okay. Um, so he's like, you know those bones that of Dr. Howe that Dr. Brennan was going to, or Dr. Howe. General Howe that Dr. Brennan was going to make go. sure we got. They never came. Da, da, da. According to the courier. Yes. Yes. The driver courier? I don't know. See, this would have been an excellent I point. I thought they to said th- courier, courier company. Maybe. I thought. Maybe so. it was implied. I don't know. Because I thought it picked up that he just said courier. I don't, I don't know. know. So we regardless move, it's still a plot hole. So we move on to uh three kids in a cemetery. Egging a graveyard. Egging that... and toilet papering and I'm like have you no shame? Oh my god. Have you no respect? None. Zero zip nada. 
Um, and so it's uh, a white girl, a white boy, and a black boy. And so, of course, you know who's going to die because it's popular culture and that's really shitty. And so uh, they see this nearby mausoleum, which, by the way, they act like they have never seen anything like that before in their lives. Like, it's a building and there's dead people in it. They act like so impressed by it. I'm like, all right. It's a mausoleum. I don't really let y'all out much, do they? Well, I was bothered by the fact that it was wide open in the middle of the night on Halloween. Would it not have a chance? Well, it it was Halloween Eve. Because Halloween was the next day. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Um, so they go explore it, and um, things get a little creepy when General Howe shows up in his crisp, crusty crust dead form. And um, two of the kids run away, but of course, the third one is paralyzed with fear. And all of a sudden, there's other corpses, because they, you know, apparently General Howe showed up to get friends. And uh, they come well, out of the mausoleum. party, unless. Yeah, and they surround the boy. And he's dead. I was, I was, the whole time I'm like, before the cut to commercial, I'm like, please don't kill the kid. Please don't kill the kid. Yep. Please don't kill the black kid. And they did. And of course they did. And I'm like. Bastards. Fuck. I was like, this is. Why? Such a Why? shitty trope. They had three people to choose from. Mm-hmm. What? It did not serve the story whatsoever. Yep. None. Because they didn't, that's not how they, they, uh. Because, again, they found the body, so it's not like that's what drew them to the mausoleum was no. a police investigation. No. Ugh, it was just There was no reason for it to be specifically the trope of the black guy gets killed. It was as unnecessary as boobs on armor. I know. Yep. And it was stupid, and I really wish the writers could have avoided that. Yeah. Yeah. They could have just as easily as used the white kid. It, very much so. Very much so. Um, there was n- I, the- I kind of wanted the girl to go because she was annoying. And rant. I uh, don't know. The white kid was pretty stupid himself. Yeah. Which, don't do that. Don't do that to, to cemeteries, kids. Don't. Just don't. Don't be respectful. Go egg other people. Like, alive people. <laughs> <laughs> and don't egg cars. That's just stupid. Yeah. Um, shouldn't vandalize other people's stuff. I know, right? Go to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show and you can there vandalize you go. in the building there with you go. permission. With permission. It's awesome, kids. Spray paint inside your own house. There you go. So uh, so we go to Abby and Ichabod checking the van out. And um, apparently that they're easily able to find without any other law enforcement helping them. Um, and of course they're like, Pandora, Pandora, Pandora did and it. And no searchlights or anything. No, no. And there's just that, got... that huge logic leap, must be Pandora. Yeah, she of course would what? steal would steal a 200 plus year old skeleton. Um, and so uh, they, they do find some tracks leading into the forest. And that leads them to the cemetery. Well, that makes sense because that's where Hal went. Right. And the fact that Abby happens to have that big gun in her trunk. Yeah. The one... In the in its the special case. case, and why was it in a special case? I don't know. I don't. Wow, what was so special about it that there it had to be in that this, so know. padded? That made no sense. Yeah. So they go looking in the the, the same graveyard, and uh, Ichabod talks about how this area was a staging ground for the Battle of Manhattan, and that the mausoleum was built for their dead soldiers because we killed so many of them. We had to build them a house we, for their bodies. We killed them dead. <laughs> Um, so I went looking around and I can only, I think that they're referring of the Battle of Harlem Heights. Okay. Um, because when I did a search for the Battle of Manhattan, Harlem Heights kept popping up, popping up, popping up. Okay. Uh, so I'm thinking it might be the same thing. 
Strangely enough, it was on the mountvernon.org website. Wow. Uh, early morning, September 16, 1776, General George Washington composed a letter to the President of Congress. We are now encamped with the main body of the army on the heights of Harlem, um, where I should hope the enemy would meet with a defeat in case of an attack. Blah, 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 blah. So I've got a link, I to, can that. link to that. Cool. It's, uh, da, 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 da. it's all this stuff about. Um, so I'm, I can only assume. That this is the one I think it is, but uh, he talks about the mausoleum, mausoleum, that place. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. That location, I don't believe it exists. Okay. Even a location like it, because I went looking for any kind of Revolutionary Army burial grounds. Yeah, in that area. Any well anywhere, actually, and I found an article on HistoryNet.com. Or someone had asked about, uh, they had visited, some, previously visited some British cemeteries and wanted to know if there were any um, Revolutionary Amer- uh, American Revolutionary War. And um, so a former National Geographic writer and editor who's written many books on American history uh, says, while there is no designated cemetery for revolutionary warriors, American or British. Okay. A few places are significant, and they he cites um, Mount Independence State Historic Site in Orwell, Vermont. Um, found fer- several burial sites that probably probably contain the remains of American, British, Germans, Canadians, and Native Americans killed in battle. Uh, old Salem burying grounds in the village of Salem, um, New York, may be the final resting place of about a hundred American soldiers killed in the Battle of Saratoga. Um, another local tradition has hundreds of American soldiers buried in unmarked graves around Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yeah, because the records were shit back then, and they just had mm-hmm. to bury people well, before they started rotting. Well, it was uh, British Army regulations called for battlefield burials. Yeah. Bury them right there. Yeah. So they're probably all over the place. So they were everywhere. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Most of them unmarked. Um, after the Battle of Bunker Hill on June 17, 1775, 50 of the British dead were interred in an abandoned trench just around yeah so there is no specific place that you can go to for revolutionary war soldiers it just didn't exist yeah so i don't know what he's talking about (laughs) just saying um i was offended and so this to me looked a lot like the ruins that pandora keeps leaving it did i know what that was about yeah i was like what the fuck so I don't know, I don't, but I don't think she's she's shacking up in a mausoleum. I don't think she is either, because it, it does not look like a mausoleum. No, because um, that looked like a very well cared for building. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, the because ins- I, I thought the inside was kind of clean. Yeah, it was. So somebody's taking care of that place. Yes. Yeah. Probably the That's people what paying folks pay for. Pay for, yeah. Yeah. Um. So of course this is the point where Abby decides to start talking about um Ichabod's relationship, um with Zoe. Which then leads to talking about Katrina. I'm glad they addressed the Katrina issue. Because he finally says that that chapter of his life is now closed. Mentioned it, closed it, Boom. moving on. So now that plot has been closed. Because I was worried. Literally. He, I was worried he'd moon over Katrina this whole season. Oh, God. I was too. I'm so and glad. And he guilt himself. But and I'm glad they didn't completely ignore it. Yes. Yes. Um, but Abby tries to get Crane to ask Zoe out on a date. It's a thing. Yeah. That's the thing that people do. Yeah, don't don't tell him to do that. You can baby. plan it you can plan it in advance. Okay, so here's my thoughts. I think she's purposely pushing him away, whether she knows it or not. 
because I'm going to go back to my West Wing example, and I don't know if I used this in this cast or if it was some another one of our casts. I think I know the one you're talking about. But um, all of a sudden, Donna keeps trying to set Josh up, her boss, with uh, another female character. And that other female character, at one point, she's like, do you not see what she's doing? She likes you, and she thinks it's showing too much, so she's overcompensating and trying to yep. uh, set you up with me. Mm-hmm. So that that could very well be what she's trying to do. Well, there's that, and the fact that uh, Abby has never really let anybody in. No, not 100%. No, because if you remember, um, what's his name from season one, her ex-boyfriend? Luke. Luke. I was a fuck oh, boy. I just said Tony. Luke, uh, you know, she broke it off with him so she could go to Quantico. Mm -hmm. And Andy, she always kept at arm's length. Yep. And her career always came first. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, Corbin was really the... I mean, she pushed Jenny away hard, too. Mm -hmm. Corbin was really the only person she ever let in. And, well, now he's dead. Yeah. So she tends to keep people at arm's length anyway. And after Ichabod ran off... For yeah. nine months, I think she's just really protecting herself. That's got to that's, so that's to do still that, have repercussions. So in order to ignore, yeah, it is. In order to ignore her own feelings for Ichabod, she's pushing him to somebody else mm -hmm. in order to keep him at arm's length. Because if he's as long as because while he was involved with Katrina, he was untouchable. He was safe. He was safe. He was an untouchable because yep. he's married. Yep. Well, now he's. Sing, quote unquote single yeah i guess he's a widower now he's a free agent um, he's a free agent whereas she's a paid agent um <laughs> see what i did there i did see Thank what you. i did there um so she's keeping him at arm's length and by pushing him to zoe that's protecting herself so that way yeah. she doesn't have to admit her feelings for him yeah but we're gonna have some kind of a blowout it's gonna it's gonna backfire the, over the nine months we're yeah. gonna have to sure because it's. I hope. So. I hope we do. Not enough was said about that. No, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. But yeah, Crane, so, Crane needs to buy some flowers, so many, and jewelry, and teddy bear, and good jewelry. None of that haunted necklace bullshit. I know. <laughs> Screw that. He needs to buy brand new jewelry. Yes, <laughs> new jewelry. New jewelry. <laughs> like a diamond ring. I mean, a what? <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. So, uh, so they so, go, but, but Crane seems really sad. He does. Like, every single time Abby, because she does it a lot in this episode. She does. Forces him into this Zoe thing. He gets this look of... But, sad Crane. But, yeah, we get sad Crane. So, yeah. So, they, uh, they go, uh, they're going through the mausoleum and they find this, um, this vault that's been broken open. And, uh... They find the boy's body. Well, I think the boy's body finds them. Well, that's true. It it cursed plonks. It cursed plonks. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's uh, that's a, that's a, I'm sure that's what it said in the in the script was cursed plonks. It did. And um, of course, this is when General Howe and his men come in. Ichabod Crane. And how many times have we heard that in the show? Oh my god, so many. He's gonna get tired of hearing his own name. And Ichabod's like, oh, that's the dude that tried to get me to, like, you know, rat out all my spy friends. Um, and they f they fire on uh, on Hal. And Crane's got his hand behind his back. It's I love so how pretty. He fires. It's so, it's so, so like, pretty. gentlemanly. It's so, like, this is how I was taught to shoot. And this is how you shoot. Because for all it was, the Revolutionary War was still a proper war. Yes. There were still gentlemen in that day. It was still, like, we stand in lines... And we fired each other, and then we marched, and yeah. then we fire, and it was it was 
it wasn't until really um, World War One that that all that shit went out the window. Yeah, and so this was this <laughs> we was, played that scene in Assassin's Creed. Yes, we did, and mm-hmm. so it's all very much like I stand this way and I shoot my gun, and I love it's it. Very proper, and such a contrast to Abby. Well, and the fact that he maintains his proper body language mm-hmm. in the show—it's great. Just great. I like it. Good job, Tom. Especially the clothes. And um, so uh, they fire, and of course the corpses don't care because they already did, and um, the. Uh, Abby and Ichabod run and well wait 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 I have a bone oh my god to pick <laughs> do you really or did you just want to say no that? I really do okay to pick with this scene um because Abby or one of them hits Howell in the hand mm-hmm. like the side of his palm here mm-hmm. and I'm pointing at it and bones clatter to the ground mm-hmm. there's the bones I'm gonna pick on them there you go and then his hand heals up uh-huh. And Abby's like, well, that's just great. Okay, my question is, why in the hell was Howell just standing there with, with his hand, hand <laughs> waving at it? Hey, Ichabod, how you doing? What was this? Hey, Ichabod, great. What was this? I don't know. How's an asshole? But, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's firing with his other hand. He should have put it behind his back like Ichabod He's did. just holding it up like, Because it was up? the thing that had to be shot. Shoot my hand. It was in the script. Try to apply logic, man. This is not the episode for logic. Motherfucker. (laughs) There's a reason why we have an explicit rating on this podcast. So uh, they run upstairs to this like balcony thing. We have our our, we have the obligatory chasing, and um, but the soldiers outside they they run outside until the sun starts coming up. And, um, because, boom, it's daylight all of a sudden. Because who needs continuity? And it's so bad. How gives them, like, this weird oh. signal? And they, like, just pull, do a, they, tr- do they they pull they... like, a tremors worm and they it's... just go beneath the, the earth? I couldn't figure out if they just became dust. Are they digging or holes? The... <laughs> they got like, sucked up into the ground? The CGI was so bad. Well, the makeup, the makeup was great in the dark. Okay, so, so many problems with the scene. Suddenly it's daylight. Again, they do this in this show all the time. It drives me crazy. It's dark. It's morning. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. The makeup outside on these guys is atrocious. It looks good in the dark. It's terrible. Yeah. You and I did better zombie makeup last weekend. We did indeed. Okay, um, and we with some stuff had we got never, at the Halloween store that we bought at the local Halloween store, and we had never done ha- zombie makeup before. So yeah. wow, yeah. Um, and then that crap into the like I said, I couldn't figure out if they were just collapsing into dust. Yeah, or I thought they were like burrowing, but there were no holes left behind. There were no like like even disturbed I, earth. What was that? And but the CGI was horrible. So. so bad. So bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's it's the CGI we've come to expect. No wonder Abby and Ichabod were like on the balcony looking down and they were like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> but yeah. So uh, so then Abby goes to the FBI office and um, For she, whatever reason. she watches. Because what else are they going to do? Yeah. She watches two people meet with Reynolds and um, go home and go to sleep because it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's dawn. And um, so we've been up all night. So let's go home and go to sleep. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but once these people leave Reynolds' office, Abby comes in and she's like, hey, what's going on? Because um, 
I've noticed that, uh, you know, you, you've never closed your office door before until now. And two uh, DAs were, were meeting with you. What's what, what what's going on? What, what the what? And he's like, well, now's as good a time as any to tell you. And there's this big case. And um, the shell company, Court Imports, has been buying properties across Westchester County. And um, they think it's linked to um, stolen antiquities from sites in the Middle East. Yeah, so they, they think it's terrorists. Okay. And um, uh, Reynolds is uh, working on a task force, and he wants Abby on it. And he's like, um, you know, this is going to interfere with your other duties. And he makes this kind of comment about your roommate. I want to take you away from your roommate. And Abby's like, nope, nope, this is great. Well, I just don't I'm even. in this. I will burn the candle at both ends if I have to, which I know she means her witness duties and the FBI. Um, but of course Reynolds doesn't know that. Well, I, yeah, my theory was that this is, and I was, when we were watching, I was texting you about it, that I think what's going to happen and, and it totally blew it out of the water at the end of this episode. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, my first thought was he was going to force her to choose between her career as an FBI and agent and being a witness. Yep. I thought that, she, that we were going to see that struggle. Yeah. Um, for her and I still kind of feel like they're setting up for it I think they are too in some way so um because there's yeah. going to be a point in time where it's going to be inconvenient for her to rush off with Ichabod yep. and do she's witness have, stuff yeah she's going to have conflicting uh interests and she's going to have to choose every, they can't connect everything to an FBI case right and everything in the last uh nine plus months because we're beyond the nine month yeah time frame point that she's decided to go back to the uh to go to the FBI her push has been she's going to go on with her life and this is what she's always this is what she wanted before she became a witness she had to be an fbi agent she want and she has been she's been hardcore pushing yep again pushing ichabod away yep because she's focusing on this career because it's what she wants and it's what she feels like she has to do she's going to end up having to make a choice between the fbi and ichabod and she's going to pick ichabod Eventually. It's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be more dramatic than that. I'm, I'm worried that... I want it to be. They've got an opportunity here. Yeah. I'm afraid they're going to But I'm worried not. that, you know, when Ichabod made bad choices uh, at the end of season one and in season two for his family, but that it, she's going to do But are we going to see Abby do the same thing? I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. So, I don't know. Um, either that or we're going ha- to have Reynolds find out about the big secret... And shit's gonna go down that way. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I keep feeling like he's gonna have to find out you sooner think so? or later. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Okay. They're gonna have to initiate him into this. Okay. And I, that may that this may necessitate this whole. Oh my god, I have to choose between the FBI and witnessing. That may necessitate them bringing Reynolds in and being like, "Hey, here's why this is more important." Right. And you've got you've got to well, have it, my back now at the FBI. Well, the way this episode ends might be that path. Maybe because in order to clear Jenny, maybe and Joe. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. So, uh, so we go back to the archives, and um, Ichabod is looking through books, and he is um, thinking about how he last met Hal, and um, Abby shows up, and she's like, "Hey, uh, the kid that they found murdered." Or not, well, yeah, we know he's murdered. They're saying it was an accident. They're the Man, that was such a 
tied up end in a heartbeat I was so not a, I guess I missed it the first time we watched it because that they I went back to mentioned re, it yeah I, yeah because when my rewatch I was like okay I've got to see if they mentioned this kid because I never saw them follow up on it and yeah. I thought they just left it open just like the guy who ran off at the beginning but yeah they they wrap it up with a neat little bow it was accidental yeah he fell from the ceiling yeah post-mortem yeah how is that an accident? How is... Uh, what? How is that a prank Excuse gone wrong? Excuse me? Yeah. So, and what about the other two kids that were there and saw the dudes? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, this is one of those, not don't pleased. think about it at all or you will get pissed off. Oh, my brain just... Yeah. It's a good thing I like this show. So, Ichabod tells Abby that... Like, kind of like Hal was a good guy. I don't think he was explaining that he was a good guy. He, he was, was explaining he was, he was a good loyal, soldier. He was a good soldier. He was very loyal to his men, very loyal to his country. And Abby's like, yeah, so loyal that he sent a, risp- a whispering wraith against you and your spy ring. And he's like, yeah, that's why I was sent to kill him. Dun, dun, dun. And, um... It turns out that Hal's men were taking control of Manhattan. That's the invasion of Manhattan. Right. Hal was there right him and his brother him and his brother okay were actually both there got a link um and so they commandeer this townhouse belonging to a patriot and um as you do and uh how's rifling through all these belongings and he finds this rune stone that we saw at the beginning of the episode with uh that pandora puts on his chest and um of course this is when ichabod sneaks in and puts a gun to his head and he's like Stealth was always your strong suit, Crane. Because <laughs> Crane served under him before he briefly yeah. um, became a patriot, and um, he was a turncoat. Call it like it is. Yeah, he was a turncoat. Well, he was. He was. All of us were. Um, us, because I was there. You, oh, you used us. Does that mean you're you're like two hundred fifty years Shh, old? Shh, don't tell anybody. Damn it. And so, um, Ichabod's like, I was sent here to kill you, but if you and your men leave the city, you can stay alive. And uh, Hal's like, mm, no. And uh, he's like, um, he, uh, Hal tells him that he spits on the graves of his ancestors who fought for England and yada, yada. It's a big old guilt trip for Ichabod turning coat. And because, um, of course, Hal's like, I'm not going to take your word for it. You're a turncoat. But this is when um, Ichabod is supposed to shoot him, but he can't because then his men storm, Hal's men storm in and Ichabod has to run away. Run away, run away. Run oh, away. wait, sorry. Wrong show. Yeah. Um, so, of course, of course, in true Ichabod fashion, Ichabod blames himself for the invasion because he didn't kill Hal. Because, well, you know, it's Crane's fault that the Revolutionary War started. Well, okay. So, here's my thing with Crane's crazy guilt trips. Um, it's not a kill the head, cut off the head, kill the snake kind of a thing. Like, everybody had orders. It's not like everybody just would have been like... The general's dead. I don't know what to do. Let's all run away. <laughs> like, that's not what would have happened. But, you know, it's but, Ichabod, you know, so he has to whatever. guilt himself. Um, and so, Abby's Or we like, should suddenly stop doing what the general told us to do because he's dead. Yeah. No, somebody, some lieutenant or somebody would... Let's all join the Patriots. I know, right? Like it, that's that's ha- not... Isn't that how it works? Oh, yeah. It did on yeah. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so, so, I just... I was like, okay, whatever, Ichabod. And so... um. Abby's like, maybe maybe Washington sent you there for a different reason. 
And this is when Ichabod thinks because about... Because Ichabod was completely ignorant throughout the entire war. He was. It was all just like a big game of don't let Ichabod find out what's really going really on. <laughs> and everybody was in everybody on it. Everybody else. And so Even Hal was in on it. Come <laughs> on. He knew. So Ichabod remembers that... that ridiculous runestone and um this is where they find out that uh they are draugr well it they it's a nordic yeah it is emblem yeah it is and draugr is in fact a nordic word i know it from skyrim because i yes, killed you a do. bunch of them i could not find anything specific to the emblem itself but that word is in fact a nordic word so we're halfway there yeah it's supposed to be this undead warrior that um you know it's gonna fulfill its duty beyond its dying breath yada da 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 and i will say they look a lot like uh the ones in skyrim with the very sunken waxy flesh um where it's basically literally just skin and bones Mm -hmm. and so yeah yeah i i I killed a bunch of them with the glowing eyes so i've I've killed a butt ton of those good times yeah so i was like ooh, skyrim reference because of course that's all it is to me Skyrim (laughs) reference um but yeah so uh apparently they um they spend their time uh, in their their days in some kind of a subterranean area because of the whole, you know, sunlight deal. Um, and Whatever. they are supposedly unstoppable. But awesome. they find a notation in the book from Washington um, noting that well, you because, can... Because Abby's like, what's that there in the yeah. margin? Yeah. Because Ichabod's just going to ignore it. Because yeah. he reads all of these books and he has a photographic memory. But he didn't. Miss, but this margin stuff over here. Yeah, like I like I, I didn't see that. Um, but apparently there is a way to defeat the Draugr, um, buried in Hal's tomb, and um, they make a point of saying the Jeffersonian from the previous episode. They found his tomb was unearthed in 1812 in Philadelphia, um, which goes against what they actually said because at the very beginning of the episode they were like wasn't he buried in Twickenham yep which is actually where Howell was buried by the way he was buried in Twickenham so that right there I was like didn't you just contradict yourself and um no but uh so of course he's like how was uh reburied and um, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. so Abby's like hey well you know the FBI can analyze what we have left of his bones. You mean she's not going to do it herself? No, apparently not. She's like, the FBI wow. can analyze what's left of his bones and get a location from soil analysis. But that'll take weeks. Well, they she goes through the motions, though. Um, and so they figure um, this is part of the whole fear plan of Pandora. And, it must be Pandora. And it must be on what? Halloween. It must be tonight. <sighs> yeah. I just can't even. Yeah. So we go to Jenny's camper. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And uh, Joe is there unloading groceries. And I your first so thought was, is he living here too? I thought maybe. But he got stuff for a pickleback chaser. Yeah. Okay. From what I've read on Twitter. Okay. Uh, the actor. I can't remember his name. Uh-huh. Joe, Joe the actor. Appleman. Yeah. Zach Appleman or Zach something. Zach Appleman did say that Lindy did, in fact, introduce him to this pickleback chaser. And it is, in fact, a crime against whiskey. Okay. And they put it in the show. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. But he was great. like, he was like, yes, she really did. And it is a crime. Oh, my God. It's great. But he brings her chocolate, too, which I thought was great. 
But it didn't seem romantic. No, it seemed very like siblingy. It seemed siblingy. It seemed, uh, Jen- hey Jenny, you're helping me learn about all this, and and my dad, and I appreciate that. I'm doing this favor for you. It did not seem romantic at all, and I'm so thankful because while I don't want these two to become a couple, right? While I did want, I so got to have Ica Abby, um, so so much, um. I don't want everybody to be tied up in a romance. Because I, I, I always like to see that there can be friendships. Men and women between, can be friends. Yes. It's a thing. Yep. And so uh, they start talking about the Shard of Anubis because... That's what they do. Um, they have found... Uh, Jenny has found um, Atticus Nevins, who th- this blows Abby's dad's theory out of the water. Damn it. Well... Um, because they, they, yeah. have, they have a picture of this guy. I still and think Joe, he's involved. I think he is too, but he apparently he's not Atticus Nevins because Joe's like, I know that guy. Sort of. And uh, he says that he was a friend of his dad's, um, of his dad's. And so they pull this album out and it turns out that um, Atticus Nevins and Corbin served together. And so um, Joe, of course, despairs over another secret about his dad. And Jenny's like, I don't believe that, that this is as bad as it looks. Um, yeah, she doesn't think if, if Corbin had been involved in um, the black market, he would have known. Yeah. She would have known. She didn't think he was using it for profit. Because I'm sure so, he probably was involved at some point with this guy because, they, you know, they're probably going after the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe they even had a cordial relationship, but that doesn't mean he was selling it and that doesn't mean he's making a profit, which is what she says. And so, um, you know, she refuses to believe anything bad until they know anything else Mm -hmm. um so we go back to abby's office and um sorry i just got pictures of my niece and nephew in their halloween costumes i had to look and so um abby shows back up at her office and she um she finds ichabod looking at zoe's um instantgram okay but did you know okay and he he they talk about the instantgram and he he says that um um, um, Zoe had asked him to peruse it because he, he had been tagged. tagged. Did you notice what Crane's handle was? I did not. What was Are it? Are you ready for this? Oh, God, is it great? Crane on the brain. <gasps> because they show a picture of it. Is him. that an actual Instagram account? I didn't look. I will in just a second. Okay. But it shows um, a picture of him, and it's got the tag appeared, <laughs> and it says Crane on the brain. I love it. His That's so great. Instant Graham handle. Love it, love it, love it. Because Zoe so does have crying on the brain. Going to inst- Insta Graham right now. We're going to go to Instagram. Yes. Um. And so he. Uh. This is where Abby's like, okay, well, my lab couldn't handle this analysis, and we could send it to DC, but it would take two weeks. And they reiterate again that it has to be tonight because they've decided it's going to be Halloween night. And is it really? Oh, my God, the face she just made. It's great. I don't know. It's an actual account. Uh-huh. Crane on the Brain. Ichabod Crane is the name. It has no profile picture and no posts. I wonder if they just saved it, if it's the production team or if it's a user that saved it. I am following it. <laughs> but there's no, there's absolutely no posts on it, though. Yeah. So that's what makes me wonder if, oh, Bald Move has one, too. Follow. Um, Sorry. Uh, so I don't know if, cause I could see them digging through their PR people to get a hold of it. 
Okay. Hers was Zoe Corinth. All right. Z O E C O R I N T H. I N, thank you. <laughs> T H. There it is. No posts. Same thing. Okay. Exact same thing. But it was, there were posts on the show. On the show, there were posts, but it, it was, well, it was not an actual Instagram that he was going through that oh, looked okay. nothing like Instagram. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, Instagram. It looked That's nothing like the actual Instagram. app. That's but okay, I am now following both accounts. Just in case something cool pops just up. Just in case. Okay. So uh, there we are. So, yeah, wow, that was apparently. Cool. Um, I think their PR people just probably paid good money. To, uh, okay, all right. So apparently, Abby's lab sucks, and even the DC lab is going to take a while. And Ichabod's like, "Why don't we contact Dr. Brennan? She said she was the premier forensic flow flow of the nation, and so we we could call her at the Jeffersonian." And Abby's like, "Okay, they're going to go to the Jeffersonian." Of course they are. Uh, of course they are. And so it's really funny though because. At the end of the Bones episode, you know, Booth made this point of telling Abby, like, if you ever need anything, let me know. And so they show back up, and um, Brennan's like, I really hope this isn't going to take long because we have a five-year-old at home, and we're getting ready for... Well, she's got... She needs, still needs alterations to her Jane, Jane Goodall. Goodall costume. Yes. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you had two children. He's going to be the eight. He's that's going to be a monkey. That's because everybody forgets. Uh, My granddaughter was a monkey last year, two Aww. years ago can't remember such a cute little monkey no it was um it was before they moved yeah oh she was adorable okay so so i want to i this is where i need to intervene and say the sleepy hollow writer's official twitter account Mm -hmm. when this aired said perhaps in a few years Ika abby will have two kids yes they did Ika abby is is end game it is whether or not it actually happens on the show before it gets canceled, because there's people who are concerned it's going to be canceled this season. Yeah. It's where they want them to go. Yeah. It but I is don't in want fact them in-game. to rush it because they're no. afraid they're going to get canceled. Exactly. Because then it's going to get weird and, yeah. It's going to it's gonna kill the show. Yeah. Because we'll lose the dynamic between the two characters. Yep. As much as, yes, I want an interracial couple on TV. Absolutely, yes. 100% yes. We need more of that. Yep. So much more. Um, but I don't want it now. Yeah. I don't want it to hurt the narrative. I want to narrative. want it. I want to want it. I don't it. want it to hurt the narrative. Be careful what you ask for. Yes. Because I was, I was a Brennan Booth chipper from day one. Oh, I was one. too. And it just became And I bad. loved, I loved that Booth was in love with Brennan, but Brennan was totally ignorant of it yes yes i loved that there was so there was pining man the pining and the angst oh all that christmas so episode the angst. first christmas episode. i know oh. so yeah um but yeah this was really funny because booth was like um i know i said to to ask if you ever need anything but i didn't expect it this soon but it's halloween it's like the next day and so um, they have kids to go if we make it home yeah and so Abby's like, hey, here's what we need. And Brennan's like, yeah, well, we can help. And so. Um, Brennan's a bit of a history buff. Yeah, she is. And so um, they're, uh, Brennan talks to Ichabod while they're doing some analysis. And um, because she makes a point of saying that um, the uh, 
the Abby's lab just tested the out the very outside of the bone, like the bone fragments that, that were left in the coffin. But her lab can go deeper. And she can said they? She said, ooh. <laughs> and so she said something like, um, over time, the bones can take on, uh, they can properties. absorb properties of what they're interred in. Mm-hmm. So uh, that kind of brings in all new timing issues well, for that, the tomb they find. They made it sciencey, yeah, which is a bones, which is a bones thing. thing. They so over science fi. I just made that word up. That was good. They totally over science fi in bones yeah. all the time, and that's just I think that's just part of them bringing. Bones the Bones in. episode over. Yeah. Whatever. And so uh, she's like, I think your theory that the Founding Fathers buried and reburied how is is stupid. And um, Crane's like, no, it's not. And <laughs> they talk about um, he's like, he's like, uh, you know, they, they talk about like the whole the whole it's always this way with Brennan. Like, you're so logical. And she's like, um, she says that. Love is just recognizing um, aesthetically pleasing. For procreation. For procreation. He was like, no, I see more when you look at Booth than just She's like, yeah, but procreation. But procreation's fun, though. And so I once like again, you're sex. like. You go, girl. Brennan, Brennan likes sex. And so, well, I love that it's Brennan that's the big sex hound. Yeah. In the relationship and not Booth. Not Booth. Yeah. Not the meathead guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's yay there, but mm, yeah. whatever. So they have some discussions, but of course, then the results come up. Da, 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 da. And um, the soil matches uh, quarries from two locations because they've they've got pieces of they've got composites from two different locations, and they were two quarries. And there's only one place that has stone from both those places, <gasps> and it's the U.S. Capitol building. Of course, it is. And um, Ichabod's like, yeah. So Washington wanted to be buried there. He had a tomb prepared in the in the foundations of the capital but it was never used yeah now we covered washington's multiple burial grounds in the indispensable man in indispensable man so i won't go back over that i did go yeah. back and recheck yeah um and so he's like they used this tomb and then they then they moved how and so he's been in multiple places and so brennan's uh, like nah brennan's like nah but but if that's true then we need to find this tomb because that'd, that'd be, be cool. really cool and, uh, she is an archaeologist at heart. She is, and she demands to participate in the research. And he's like, "Okay, I was so about to ask you if you would. That's great. That was my plan all along. Damn it!" And so we go to Abby talking to Booth, and um, I like this scene. Booth immediately is like, "Um, yeah, this isn't a legit investigation, right?" <laughs> well, he wants to know what's so special. It's it's history. This isn't. Yeah, he's like this, this is, is an investigation. Urgent. This is not what's well. History is important. He's like, yeah, this is something off the books. Isn't but he's it? like, I'm not saying I won't help you, but um, because ha- Booth's done some off the books. Oh yeah, yeah, he has. There have been shenanigans, and so Abby's he's like, off the library done yeah. investigations. So Abby admits that you know this FBI thing is ho- is totally different level than when she was local law enforcement. He's like, yeah, it is, and um, he's like, um. Corbin knew that you had you had the right stuff for this. Mm-hmm. He knew you could do this. And I think this is a great, sweet scene. I think Abby needed this encouragement. From somebody that knew Corbin. And somebody outside of her circle. Yeah. Not Ichabod, not Abby. An Booth independent. Is a very successful agent. He is. Um, yeah, he has an office. Yeah. Which, remember, that was such a big deal. And Abby's over here, been out a few months, and she's got a way bigger office than Booth. I know. What? Yeah. 
because I remember when he got that office, it oh, was I a big, was I remember a big that deal. episode yeah. because yeah. somebody died or something and, and there he was, ended up, yeah. well, am I going to get it? Am I not going to get it? Yeah. It was like a promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, but I think it was a really sweet scene and to have somebody make those observations about Abby outside. Yeah. An unbiased, well, maybe he's not unbiased if he knew Corbin. But, but he didn't know Abby. So no. That, that's good. And I think it was, I think she needed to hear. Yeah what he had to say it was almost like it was almost like hearing from Corbin yeah without a ghostly Corbin flashback yeah we get those words from him yeah yeah so so um so this is of course when Bones and Ichabod come in and they're like hey here's what we're gonna do we're going on a field trip and um and so they're, they're like let's all head out now he's like oh that's- what <laughs> did you notice that Booth herded them out which is something Booth traditionally does on bones like let's go come on he herds the squinterns yeah like he's, let's let's the move squints this. he's yeah. constantly having to herd them around yeah because they will just stand there and and expound he's like okay guys let's go yeah and here it is again <laughs> he's like all right where are we going let's come go on, let's go let's go where where are we going which is funny because the urgency is supposedly coming from Ichabod and abby because it has to be tonight well booth wants to get home to his kids too that's true so there's some motivation there yeah so we go to uh, Joe and Jenny, and they are, um, there's an address that's connected to Atticus, and Joe recognizes it. He's like, I've been here before. It was like a bait shop, wasn't it? Uh, something like that. And um, he's really like, I, he's like, my dad took me here as a kid. And um, he, of course, immediately was like, Corbin was working with Atticus. And Jenny's like, you know, we don't know that. And so Sophie comes out. And... Um, Jenny just, you know, just flat out just approaches her. Okay, um, real quick, uh, the actress who plays Sophie has been promoted to season regular. Yes, she has. Uh, like in the past couple of weeks. So this is going to so. be a thing. Yeah, she's now a season regular. So, yeah. yay, I so, guess. And that does not mean she's going to be in every, every episode. That no. just means they have first dibs on her. Right. Um, but yay, good projects. for her. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe her contract just wasn't solidified when the show started. Or maybe the writers didn't quite know where they were going, and now they do. I don't and know. May, or maybe they realized we don't like Betsy Ross as much as they thought we would. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like Sophie better. I do. I like Sophie a lot better. Yeah. Um, and so Sophie's Potsman, she pulls her gun on him right away, and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. And um, Joe's like, we, we want to meet with your boss. And this is when he pulls the stupid rookie move of... I'll give you the shard if we meet with him. Oh, my God. Joe. And Sophie's like, all right, we'll talk to him. And she's like, you know what's funny? As soon as you stole it away from me, I told Atticus that I was going to get it back. But he said, don't worry about it. Sit tight and they will come to you. And lo and behold, that's what happened. Um, And so she drives off and Jenny's like, the fuck, Joe? And he's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I couldn't think of what else to do. And um, he's like, I won't let anything bad happen. And Abby's or and Jenny's like, you can't make that promise. No, this is not a, a a game that you can make this promise in. So Joe's still learning. I do like that he is making mistakes, though. He's not like perfect. Um, because that would be unrealistic. Because he's never done this before. This isn't in his sphere sphere of reference. So exactly. I, I thought that was good. Um, so so we go to the Capitol, and Ichabod and team. <laughs> and uh, they find this keyhole. And, of course, Abby's like, your ring. And it, it, you had I, to explain it to me because I was like, what fucking ring are we talking about? He has used that ring to open uh, 
was it when they went underground to find Washington's real tomb? Yes. And but they that got was trapped in the back. Yeah. That it was, was a mason ring. Yeah. Just like this. Because Abby's like, give me your mason ring, buddy. Because and I, wasn't, like, I wasn't even thinking about it. Excuse me. And I was like, what fucking ring is that? And you're like, the mason ring. And I was like, oh. Um, so Sure. But the fact that that didn't, that he had a mason ring. Because when they walked into the basement, they're like, oh, it's a basement. It's always. And Abby says it's never just a basement with, with the masons. masons. The whole ba- mason connection never really came full, wasn't really fully bloomed. Yeah. Well, nothing, nothing English was because words. they couldn't. They couldn't get to it because they were going so fast and fitting so much crap in. And we still don't know what happened to the driver of the van. No. Still don't. Um, it's almost like the Sleepy Hollow episode could have been two hours long. Yeah. Screw the bones part. Sure. Which then it's not a crossover. Well, it still technically is. But it's like because there was so much that just got glossed over that was not explained, that was not addressed. Mm-hmm. Because Brennan would have been asking 500 more questions. But um, so they yep. opened this door with his ring and... There's this big old chamber. But did you, but Ichabod gave Abby the ring without question. Yep. And she's the one who, he gave her a ring. Yeah, he did. He wants to put a ring on it. Yeah, he does. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he does. Not sorry. <laughs> um. So, uh, Booth, tri- <laughs> Booth- so I totally derailed you. <laughs> Booth trips a uh, booby trap. Well, did he already do that? Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hold on. Okay, he uh, he opens the door. Brendan is impressed. I'm trying to catch up with you because now I've derailed myself. And of (laughs) course, I did. I said, of course, Booth is the one to stumble on the hidden switch. Of course. course. The doofus. Yeah. And so uh, a panel comes down and separates Ichabod and Bones from Abby and Booth. And um, on Ichabod's side, there are these pipes that spit out all this blue fire. You're raising your hand. Do you have something to share I with do. the class? I do. Before the blue fire comes out, Crane makes a Han Solo reference. He does. He says, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. A, they slipped, the writer slipped in a nice. Han Solo reference. Nice. And I was, mm. it was good. Um, And so in true Ichabod Sleepy Hollow fashion, he jumps to the fact that it's Greek fire immediately. Immediately. And it I was just, blue. I would just like to point out that... It's the crappiest blue fire. Oh, sorry. They do not know the composition of Greek fire. So they how They have not been know? able to replicate it. And how did he know it was Greek fire? It's been lost for a very long ass time. I know. Beca- I know. Because when I it know. was mentioned in... Because um, Holly gave them an arrow. With Van Helsing's crossbow. Yeah. With Greek fire in the arrow that didn't work. Um... It was that's blue. The one I'm thinking of it was blue fire. Yeah, it was the 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 woman, the dead the succubus, woman, Mary. No, 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 no. I thought it was Mary. Oh, oh, it you're was right. Mary. It was a Weeping Lady episode. Yeah. Um. So I looked it up again because Greek fire is one of those historical mysteries that I like. Historical mysteries they fascinate me. Um. And so I looked it up again. They don't know what it was made of. No, it they burn, don't. It would burn on water. Um. And that's actually what. Um, uh. He was dragon fire. Was dragon fire is not dragon fire. What do they call it? Dragon's Breath. No, uh, in Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. Okay. The We're both there. It's not Dragon's Fire, is it? Well, anyway, the thing that they burn black water with, um, it's very it's very volatile. Um, so that's what it it reminds me of. But yeah, I just like to once again emphasize that they do not know the chemical composition of Greek fire. But um 
uh, Booth finds a lock with alchemical symbols on it. And I love it oh, because God. because Abby's like, um, Abby's like, oh, oh, I know this. This was uh, from the Kali Yuga episode when they got trapped in the vault. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, we have to find out the right boom, symbol. Boom, and boom, 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 boom. And honestly, I think that was... We don't have time to explain stuff, so we're just going to literally shoot through. Well, I don't know how much of that was lazy writing I, and how much of that was Booth would I do that. I think a lot of it was Booth had no patience. He was getting to his wife. That's true. I think we it was that. That's what I got from it was Booth had no time for this supernatural the episode had no time. The episode had no time to go, okay, here are the symbols. Right. And then for her to try to shout at Crane to go, okay, this one looks like a wonky cross. Okay, and sure. So I think it was twofold. But I, well, I, yeah, but I think it worked because that's Booth's personality. It yeah. was with it was in character. Yeah. It wasn't. That's true. That was totally in character. Right. So. Um, <laughs> and so... It was great, um, and so uh, he shoots the lock, and he and and the gasket shut off. But um, but while the 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 fire is uh, forcing them onto the ground, Brennan's like, "This smells like napalm." How does she know? She like she names off two different smells, and I'm like, and they're napalm, um, and it's napalm because that's that's what wildfire. she thinks it is. Wild thank wildfire is what they called it. Yes, I had to look it up. Um, and so uh. They decide, you know, that they basically are like, "Oh, this is great. We're gonna, we're gonna excavate this tomb," and yada da da da. Oh, I love it because she's going on and on about the historical significance about all of this, Let's and Booth is the like, site. and Booth is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get it all back to the Jeffersonian. Let's go." <laughs> because she always, in every episode, she wants everything shipped back to the Jeffersonian. Everything yep. shipped back I to the Jeffersonian. Yes. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. We'll take the whole basement back to the Jeffersonian. Yes, Let's, Let's get out of here." And I was like. That's great. And she's like, we all we can't contaminate the, the scene. We all need to leave. And so they leave. And, of course, Ichabod and Abby kind of linger. And um, they're like, well, we know what the weakness is. It's this fire. It's this Greek fire. And um, But Ichabod is freaking out because he's like, if we use Greek fire, we'll burn Sleepy Hollow to the ground. Uh, but because you don't have Greek the recipe eats, for Greek fire. Greek fire so. eats everything in its path and la, la, la. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is where uh, Abby's like, well, aren't you worried about them as they're walking away? And Moloch's like, no. Or Ichabod's like, yeah, no, she would she would yeah, mistake right. Moloch for a tall guy with a skin condition. Which I thought was great. He's like, no, she's fine. And they're gone. Yeah. For the rest of the episode. And they're gone. They're so gone. this bones portion is done. Um, and so uh, Abby and Ichabod are driving back and Ichabod's like... Um, He's he explains that Washington must have used those uh, fire jets. Yeah, he must have known. Uh, that's why Washington wanted Howell buried because he was a drogger, right? Um, which I don't know how he could become one pre-death because, like, I don't think he was one until she put the well the, the stone flash on him. The like, flax- I don't know the flashbacks that we see when we finally get our. Betsy Ross flashback because we couldn't go through the whole episode without one. Of course not. Um, ow, I just pulled my own hair out. Uh, we see Howell and his undead army. Yeah, but he's still I don't alive. Think, but he had an undead army. He did. He did. So I don't know when he become became a drag or Maybe Washington was just being, was, no, Washington, I think, oh, Washington, maybe Washington was trying to keep his undead army from getting to him. Um, maybe it wasn't Howell he was trying to. It was, it the was army. to keep people from getting gotcha. in, not get him, 
not out. Oh, okay. Okay. See that what makes I mean? More sense. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That makes much more sense. But See, yeah. See, all this we could have explained better if we wouldn't have had this Bones bullshit. And if we had, and if they would have just explained it better, it yeah. would have been explained better. Um, but yeah. uh, Ichabod goes on talking about the Great Fire of New York. Which there was a huge fire in yes. New York in 1776, um, and so that's what they're pulling pa- from. Pulling, they're pulling from it uh, here. Okay, so this is this is part of my problem because this is where part. he goes on the on the um, rant about Greek fire and how destructive it is. Can't sure, be sure. extinguished. Can't be put out with water. It can't be put out with sand. Um, it didn't burn the whole of New York down. No, uh, the Great Fire of New York didn't. Want want. And then, uh, so this is where we get the obligatory fash- flashback of Betsy Ross, which once again, I stand by the fact that at least she ain't in the present. Amen, I'm trying sister. to silver lining this shit. I know. And so uh, Betsy was leading uh, refugees out of Manhattan. There was an evacuation of Manhattan, by the way. Um, and so Ichabod finds her and he's like, hey, guess who I didn't get to kill? Uh, and he won't leave the city. And she's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're getting out. And he's like, we've got new orders. We've got new orders, and she's like, countermeasures are being deployed, so we got to get the fuck out. <laughs> and fuck so, apparently, uh, Greek fire was that countermeasure, um, even though it didn't burn the whole city down. I would just like to state that for the and record. And even though we didn't actually have Greek fire during the Revolutionary War? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah. And so, uh, oh no, they Booth and Bones do show up again via video conference. Oh, that's, yeah, but that's not really um, and so, part of the story. Uh, Betsy's like... Um, you know they're 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 gonna use well she doesn't tell him this because he he's a precious little cinnamon roll and he doesn't know and at this he point. must be guarded at all costs but they're going to use the the fire and so that's what set new york city on fire poop um and so i was hoping the only betsy ross we were going to get was that bullshit costume but we got her instead. yeah i was hoping to at least she was wearing less of a bullshit costume that's true she, she had was a cloak and wearing everything. a normal i say normal yeah something much more believable yeah so, um, Ichabod's like, uh, we're, we, we face a similar choice and, and, you know, and Abby's like, yeah, we're not going to burn Sleepy Hollow down. So calm your tits, basically. <laughs> and, um, so we go to, uh, these, this little adorable trick-or-treater girl, which of course my first instinct is don't kill the baby. No, but do you notice that she was dressed up as, um, what's her name from Empire? I did not notice yes. that. Yes. Is that who she cuz I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name. I cannot think of her name. Taji P Henson. Uh but she's the, the whoever that character the is. The character from uh Empire. I did not which, know that, which is a Fox show. Which is a Fox show. But yes, that's I yeah, I did find that screaming across the internet. Okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, got it. Um and so this little girl is uh she runs away from her mom and she runs into Pandora. Mhm. And Pandora's like um She's like, don't lose your treats as I take your treats. And because she takes, she takes the Rude. little girl kind of drops Rude. her bag. And Pandora steals her candy. And she does this weird eye thing to freak the little girl out. And she well, she's and got runs. those like her face looks all alien. Yeah. Monster demon. She was wearing like some kind of a weird Pandora. I um, don't even know. She dressed was. up for Halloween. I guess so. Or maybe that's what she actually looks like. I, see, I thought about that. I don't too. know. I don't know. Um, but she took that girl's candy is basically what I took from this scene is she took that little girl's candy. Pandora going for a sugar rush later that this afternoon. Rude. That was rude. And so, so uh, this is when Hal walks up because it's Halloween and he can just walk around. Okay. You got to admit this is an easy way to hide a zombie army. True. That is true. 
Um, and so she tells him, uh, she asks if like his army's ready and, um, and she says, as soon as the sun sets, go forth and slaughter. Which by the way is immediately. Yeah. And it didn't just set. It went down. It was gone. It was full dark. Full dark. And so, uh. I guess Twilight is just bad filming. It must, and it must be so hard to do. Because they don't even. you only get that little window of. Yeah. But just, wow. They don't try to recreate in the studio, though, either. Wow. Whatevs. Uh, so we go back to the archive, and Ichabod and Abby show up, and they meet Joe and Jenny. Who are conveniently back at the archives. Yeah, and, okay, okay. So Ichabod now has um, these weapons that yes. deploy Greek fire. Shirathophones. Chirisophones. Chirisophones, yeah. which when I tried to Google it, wanted to know if I was looking for cheap iPhones. Because <laughs> I got the spelling straight <laughs> off the closed captioning, which took like five tries to do because when you pause on the TiVo, yeah. the closed captionings go away. It was great fun. But I got the spelling and Google wanted to know if I was cheap, cheap iPhones. iPhones. <laughs> um, strangely, those really were a thing. Okay. And they were associated with the Greek fire. I'm not really sure how it all works out. I just couldn't handle it um but where did they get them i don't know and they had four of them did they i thought they only had or two just the there two were two teams joe and jenny there were two there were well abby had one and i think joe and jenny had one okay i think team each team had one and they're gonna like draw the army down into the tunnels the tunnels the tunnels, which we haven't seen in a couple episodes i was actually kind of excited to see the tunnels okay and they say that the tunnels are going to contain the fire Ichabod, not like two seconds you mean, ago. You mean the tunnels where they stored all of that ammunition and gunpowder? Yes. From um, Blood Moon? Yeah. And so, uh, okay, Ichabod, who not two seconds before had this big, huge rant about how Greek fire destroys everything. Everything in its wake. Everything is consumed. But it's okay because we're going to put them in the tunnels. And so it'll be cool. I don't understand. Like, if Greek fire is as, as destructive as he says it is, which historically I think it has been. It can burn through all kind of shit. I know. I know. I know. Oh. I know. So Ichabod's going to be the lure I think to they get were, Howe and his army down there. I think they were trying too hard. Well, it's not. I think he, he, I think he made some comment at some point that it wasn't actual Greek fire. He said, you're Greek fire. Yeah, because they've, they've mixed up some batches of it. Yeah. I don't the think it's ever. actual Greek fire. But still, I, I need a moment. Okay. But you know what's exciting to me? If Brennan and the Jeffersonian are going to excavate the tomb, that means there's traces of Greek fire, and they can get the chemical composition of it. That makes me excited. Even though it's fake. Even though it's fiction? Yeah. Okay. Because that's one of those things that just has always bothered <laughs> me. Um, and so... Uh, so many unexplained things in this episode. So many. So many more than usual. Yeah. It's exhausting. This tired me out. I this know. just wore my I ass know. out. And so uh, it's full dark now. And um, Hal and his uh, dragger army march out of the fog. And it's very dramatic. And the townspeople are like, oh, look, that's kind of cool. What is it like? A parade or something? It's really neat. Until uh, they they start getting their guns out. <laughs> and they get in their little firing lines. And Man, I would so get out of the way. I don't know what those people thought they were doing. And um, before they had, like, they, they uh, he, he has them fire on the crowd, but um, Abby pulls her SUV in front of them ever so 
uh, at the right time to block the shots. How is she going to explain that to her insurance? I don't know. Because I thought about that, too. I thought, that poor SUV. It's been hit by lightning. It's been... <laughs> so, um, Ichabod attacks them while um, Abby gets all the the Sleepy Hollow people away. She's like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's run. And um, Hal, of course, gets sight of Ichabod. And he's like, ah! And they fight. They, they do a little sword fight. I've just decided. Yeah. I'm never watching the show again. I just want you to tell me what happens. <laughs> because your retelling, your recaps are so much more interesting than the show itself. There you go. I mean, I even do my own sound effects, man. I know. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting, I'm sitting over here listening and going, this is great. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, he gets, he gets, uh, the general distracted, and of course, this is when he ducks dude, into the tunnels, which apparently, dude. the tunnels are even by the, uh, this they're the residential s- area that they're Apparently, they're, they're the sewers. They're everywhere. Tunnels equal sewers. And, uh, of course, Hal follows him, and, um, Ichabod kind of doubles back, and he tackles him, and, um, Abby watches all the soldiers come in, and they're like, they're waiting, because they want all of them down there, and, um... Ichabod gets surrounded, and then this is when um, they open fire and set them all on fire. They they open fire? They open fire. Do they? Open fire. Do they? Now, I want to know, is it Greek fire, or is it ectoplasm? I c- um, shit if I know, man. It's blue, and see, and historically, they cannot, they don't do very well CGI flames, because they've tried, they've done explosions and they're stuff before, so and bad. it's just, and so they're like, oh, we'll turn it blue, and it won't look quite so they cheesy. Just, they just don't have a Mythbusters budget. They don't. And um, so <laughs> they uh, they burn a, they they burn them up good. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I I like their their body disposal system these days. I know it's clean and easy, man. I know nothing to explain. No fuss, no muss. No. And um, so the fire spreads, and they kind of retreat, and how shows up on the other side of it and Ichabod's like um all this should have ended a long time ago and how very dramatically incinerates himself man the music just crescendos I'm like oh my god and how just steps into the flame and he incinerates himself rather than let Ichabod do it for him I guess wouldn't he would he not have just made a dive at Ichabod through the fire I or mean that's what I would have done he have just run away and run away gone okay don't go into the tunnels dumbass to live to live uh and fight another day or some shit I, uh, no but you know at least they didn't have him run off to fight another day and not talk about him for over a season <laughs> with the kindred <laughs> with the and kindred. Orion and <laughs> Moloch's shard and uh <laughs> Moloch not Bullock I thought I said Mullock. Oh, I thought you said Bullock. I could have. Who knows? You know me. I'll <laughs> make so, crap up. So we see... Pen- Talk about crossover. I know, right? We see... That pen- would work. <laughs> that would be so bizarre. Sleepy Hollow, um, Goth... Hey, they are the same network. Yeah. That'd be cool. Don't, you laugh, but they might force one on us. Um, so we see Pandora watching the whole thing on her puddle vision. <laughs> But apparently she's gotten what she wanted because she gets another blossom. See, we have no clue what she wants. Because, like, okay, she didn't kill the little girl. She didn't kill the driver. She, But this, she's killed people in the past. Why didn't she kill the driver? This whole bullshit with how, if she wanted to wreak havoc, she could have done it all by herself. Easily. That's why I don't understand. She, I, 
They better is she start just some toying with everybody. They really need to do some splaining with the Pandora. Yeah, I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, because she's got this big fear I, tree now, and I'm like, I don't understand. I understand they needed this episode. They're doing this fun crossover thing. It's the Halloween whatever. But next episode, they really need to do some splaining. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting tired of not knowing what Pandora's her, what motives. Her is. Yeah. Well, she has no. We don't know her motive. None. Yeah. Other than she wants fear. Why did she show herself to Abby and Ichabod separately? Yeah. Uh, like, Never together. No. And more and to Ab- forms. And more to Abby than to Ichabod. So yeah. there's a fan theory going around um, that uh, uh, I think it got leaked or something that somebody in Team Witness is going to uh, be, be a turncoat. Mm. This is all theory. This is all hearsay. Okay. Um, and a lot, there's a fan theory going around that it's going to be Abby because Pandora keeps appearing to her more than she is to Ichabod. And with, uh, Abby being angry at Ichabod about running off, which still has yet to be resolved. I'm not really, they haven't had a good old fight about it. Exactly. So, uh, there's a theory going around that Abby's going to be, be more easily turned. Yeah. Against Ichabod because they're trying to put the wedge between. We've seen it's been going on. There's a wedge they're trying to put between the two of them. They're setting it up. Yeah. So, but I don't necessarily see that that's going to happen. I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. But I don't necessarily necessarily accept that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think it's a done deal. Okay. We'll see how that plays out. If it plays out, yeah. if the rumor's true, who knows? Um, so we go back to the archives, and um, now Pandora has the. Did you talk about the last blossom? Yeah, she had one last. Okay, one, one more blossom. Didn't you say it was a different color? Yeah. Okay, and and I noticed it when I watched it the first time, and I noticed it on my rewatch this morning. Um, one of the and it, I don't think it's just the lighting because I looked. One of the blossoms is red. It looks like a red. They've rose. They've been purple up until and this the point. others are like purpley black. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if know. that's significant, but I, don't know. I noticed it. I hope so. Yeah. So uh, so we go back to the archives, and uh, Abby and Ichabod are Skyping with Booth and Bones. And um, the Jeffersonian's going to excavate the tomb, and uh, Bones asks for his help, which is actually high praise coming from her. Yes. If she thinks you're competent enough to work on something that she's working yes. on, that's high praise. And he's like, no, I'm busy renovating a site of my own. And he kind of looks around at the archives. And I'm like, oh, no. And so um, Brennan, once again, there that he still doesn't have the actual rights to. No, he still does not. Um, and this bullshit historical society that doesn't exactly uh, actually exist. Um, so. Brennan tries to talk about the letter that they found in the previous episode, in the Bones episode. Mm-hmm. And Booth's like, let it, let it go, honey, let it go. And she's like, uh, okay. And so they hang up. and um, But, of course, they promise, let us know if you need anything. Yeah, that's a setup for another crossover. God, let's hope they're few and far between. Well, I guess they wanted to set it up in case it was a success. In case it was a roaring success, which yes. I don't know. Which... You know, a lot of the reviews that I've seen is that the Bones fans didn't care for the Sleepy Hollow episode, but the Sleepy Hollow fans didn't care for the Bones episode. You've got two totally different sets so of people. so far, the ratings I've seen from critics are pretty high, higher than I thought they were. Well, would I be. saw on IMDb that the ratings, uh, the current rating for uh, the Sleepy Hollow episode was 8.1. And I read on another side it was like 8.3. Yeah, like TV line or... Yeah, TV line or something, somewhere. I think. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. So, I, it was, I think, more 
received better by the critics than it was by like me and you. <laughs> um, but they they hang up their little Skype call, and um, Ichabod tells Abby that he is relieved that they can put the whole how thing behind him, and um, she's like, "Hey, you know what you need to do? You need to call Zoe." And he does another little sad Ichabod face, and um, Ichabod does like call her and he's like it was really cute because he's like it's Ichabod Crane I mean um Ichabod and um because I mean how many Ichabods does she know really and so uh he suggests dinner that night which don't do don't if she doesn't already have plans don't ask for the same night there is prep that has to happen I know she's gonna have to go out and buy a new outfit yep get her hair done get her nails done Jesus, just new makeup same night don't do that I mean and so uh our final scene is abby at the um fbi building and uh she gets called into reynolds office and um she's like oh sir i'm i'm glad it's about the because you know she calls him sir um she's like i'm really i'm really excited about the the task force that you told me about and i'm i'm really eager to get started on it and he's like um you didn't tell me you're already part of this case and she's like what the what And it turns out that um, the man he's looking into is Atticus. I thought he'd found something on Corbin. Yeah, I kind of got an instant of that, too. And he's like, "Um, I'm looking, the the guy I'm looking into with with this shell company is this Atticus guy. And here's one of his operatives, Sophie. And look, your friend uh, Joe and your sister Jenny are meeting with her. What's going on? What the what? we stop before Abby can give an explanation. So that'll be interesting to see what she pulls out of her ass. Yeah. This is where I'm afraid that they're setting up to have Abby choose between her career as an FBI agent and family. Yeah. Not just being witness, but yeah, family. So I'm the whole idea of Abby and Daniel hooking up again. Yeah. Don't see that happening now. No. No. He is. He's pissed. He's super pissed. Yeah, so I don't see that ever becoming a thing. Yeah. Uh, if it does, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah. Because uh, so. like you've pointed out in the past, he is so career-driven right now. That's all he cares about. Yeah. I mean, sure, Abby's career-driven too, but I don't see a relationship developing between these two again. Lord, I Sure, hope there not. was a history. But he is. He's, he's a plot a, device. He's meant to be a point of contention yes. with her life as a witness. Yes. I don't see that. He, I don't get that he's a current love interest or the potential current love interest. Because, I don't think so. And even if that's the writer's intent, they doing it wrong. Yeah. Because I ain't seeing it. I ain't yeah. seeing it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, besides, I have my Icky Abby glasses on. So oh, yeah. Firmly in place. Firmly in place. And I'm convinced Ick Abby is in game. And I, I have point and case and I can the writers, point you man, to the they Twitter. Keep, they keep Look at the Sleepy Hollow Riders Twitter account, man. Is it, is it at Sleepy Riders? Uh let me look. And I will tell but you yeah, they what keep it is. Repeatedly using the ship name even. Because I follow them on our random T random T casts Twitter, Twitter account? account. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And you guys should follow me. Or me. I say me. Us. It's mostly you. Uh following it is 
Because that when because you, you're my you're my Twitter source. You you send me screen caps. Of, I do of and Instagram anything pertinent pertinent at Sleepy Writers at Sleepy Writers mm-hmm. and um, and it's official. It's got a little check mark. And so like I always squeal when you sent me the sleepy stuff because you know how hard I ship it Ica Abbey like a lot. Mm-hmm. And so and anytime I see them mention Ica Abbey, I'm like, look, look, here it is, here it is. Uh, Can we post a link to that tweet in the? Show notes. I'm. Tr- I will attempt it. Okay. I have to find it first. Okay. So yeah, I uh, I thought this episode was really quite train wrecky, um, which is kind of what I expected. Um, but I'm. Uh, I just. I feel like it could have been okay if they would have explained thing after thing after thing. But it was just, it was so rushed, and it was like, nope, we have to spend this time putting Booth and, and Bones in here, and talking about the Jeffersonian, and, you know, all this other stuff, because, I mean, that tomb could have been really cool. I mean, a tomb in I the know, Capitol? I know, I know, yeah, that's, I know. That's really cool, but no, no, we, we glossed over that, and it became this just cheap thing. So, I was just ultimately not not that pleased with this episode. No, um, there was so much more potential. And I, oh, Cookie. The little girl was Cookie. Okay. Mini Cookie Lions. Okay. And they said, yes, yes, it is. Okay. That's cute. That's adorable. So, uh, George Washington is a complete badass. True story. Mm-hmm. I'm reading from their Twitter feed now. Okay. Because uh, I'm looking for it. there. Because there was something else that they mentioned about the guy who played Howell. He's played by somebody's brother. Didn't I send you that? Uh, I think you did. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? I don't know, but I can look it up on IMDb while you're trying to look it up on okay. Twitter. Okay, and we will sit here and podcast about us checking the uh, <laughs> interwebs. Well, about you know, things. I just the whole thing. I just I'm I'm gonna bitch about this until I die because sure, sure, go right ahead. Go this ahead. was just a badly done crossover. It felt so. It forced. was so forced. I think the writers just wanted to play in the other uh, toy box. Yeah. And, you know, that's what fan fiction is for. Exactly. So. Exactly. Because how much you want to bet, there is probably already some Bones Sleepy Hollow crossover AU stuff on uh, AO3 or fanfiction.net that's probably better than this mm-hmm. already. Yeah. All right. I am not finding that tweet. Tell me they didn't delete it. They best to not I have. took a screenshot of it with oh, my phone. Oh, he's Christopher Guest's brother. Okay. Um, so Christopher Guest is uh, the famous. I think one of his one of his most famous roles was he was the count in um, oh, Princess is, Bride. Oh, they yeah. Or was can he count Rogan or was he? Hold on, shit, Jesus Christ. Uh oh, I can't. I get I get the two bad guys confused. Uh, true fact: Jefferson did see a UFO. That's interesting. Uh, my oh, name Prince. is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. He was a six-fingered man. He was a six-fingered. He was. He was. He, he was, was a six-fingered okay. man. Okay. So I think that's interesting. Um, oh, I found the tweet. I found the screenshot. Okay. It says maybe by season eleven, Crane and Abby will have kids too. Have okay. two kids too. Okay. So please don't be on that long because I have a feeling that you're going to be a hot mess if you're on that. Oh, uh, so bad. So bad. But, okay. You know, whatever. I know. So, um, we have some feedback to, to, we do, to address now that we're done with the recap. Um, so let me find, Tony wrote into us again, a lot, um, 
let's see. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Sorry. Um. And and, and <laughs> shuffle, t- shuffle, shuffle. Yeah. No, Tony. I have to apologize. You wrote us uh, several emails, and you made some very good points. And um, but it, we had to trim for time. Yeah. Because this is going to be a long cast anyway. Yeah. So I had to. Um, We're already over two hours. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, are we already over two hours? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, sorry. I had to trim back. We had to pick the nuggets out. We did. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was worried the writers would have Crane completely act as though he didn't notice Abby's hotness. Uh, you and I, we talked about this. We're glad that they didn't address. They, I, we don't want Abby to be... Oversexed. A sex pot. Yes. Uh, no. It, we get far too much of women being uh, the sex symbol in shows. And um, maybe that's just my perspective as a woman. Maybe. Um, but... I get tired of I get really uh, women, tired of that. That that's the only thing women are good for. Yeah, is to be hot and sexy. I don't want that. And I, I feel like, and it, it's not just this episode. None of the directors treat her like that. They don't treat Jenny like that either. They don't. No, you know, uh-uh. they don't dress certain, them like that. The, the, like the shoots uh, where it it pans up from her feet and it's all about like how she looks and you know there's no there's no they gratuitous, do that to Ichabod though. Yes, they do, but there's no gratuitous like cleavage shots and stuff like that. So I. I like that. Not that's not to say that they treat Nicole and 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 I'm also going to bring Lindy into this because you know she's she's a female lead as well. Um, they don't treat them like they're like they're ugly or anything. No, they're beautiful women, but that's not all that's there. Because we've seen Jenny dressed up in that hot leather skirt she had. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was so nice. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, she's in jeans and uh, that rugged, almost um, like the army jacket. She's got uh-huh. her hair's hair pulled back, pull back. No makeup. Yeah. Um, which is me most of the time. Ponytail, no makeup. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate that it's appropriate to their. They're roles. not right that they're not constantly pointing um, yeah. to being sexy. Having said that, I would appreciate if Ichabod wanted to, you know, if he wanted to appreciate, I would to, appreciate him appreciating her. I would, I would too. But as as a show, I'm glad but, they're not treating her like that. But I would rather see it in context. Yes. In uh, say they have to go to some party or something, and she dresses up to, for that, and then, it's different. Because it's like, oh my God, Lieutenant, I never see you like right, this. Right, not a Halloween costume where being oversexified is an issue anyway. Yeah. Because so, I could rant for 700 years can, about darling. Halloween costumes. I know. And I agree with you. Sexy but Sponge you go Bob. Fucking and sexy I will SpongeBob. Rant about people being idiots about Halloween history. There you go. But, you know, stupid headstone. <laughs> um, but Tony goes on to say, with that being said, I uh, believe it's clear that uh, Crane is in love with Abby. He looks, he looks heartbroken when Abby keep pushing him towards Zoe. Yep. Um, but Tony goes on to say that we don't tr- uh, that they don't trust Zoe. I believe that she's either Pandora in disguise or she's working for her. I don't get. There's nothing. I don't to think support. they've laid the groundwork. There's for that. nothing to support it. But like you said, if it does turn out that Pandora takes her over and we see her being taken over. I think she's prime for that. Yeah, I think she, she is too. She's ripe for the picking to become a minion. Um, especially if she gets uh, rejected by Ichabod down the road. Yeah. Or whatever. But, um, I, but she's, she's a, she's but a I plot don't, device. I don't see that. The, yeah, she's absolutely a plot device, as is Daniel. Yep. Um, but I, I, there's nothing to support that. I don't have any reason to trust Zoe, but I don't have any reason not to trust Zoe. I just don't like her because she's flirting with Ichabod. I know, honey. I don't either. 
but <laughs> such as I'm such a, a base creature. <laughs> just just remember, she's a tool. I know she's a tool. She's a tool, literally. Uh, but Tony goes on to say, I think Daniel is not to be trusted. Reasons are. And I have to say that I kind of agree with most of these reasons. Okay. Hit me with them. Okay. Uh, he didn't shake Ichabod's hand when they first met. Which I didn't notice, but now I think about it, it's weird. That's kind of rude. Yeah. Uh, and is a sign of distrust. The other, the another point is the other utter, why do you let me read? Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so funny. The utter, at least I didn't say otter, the utter disdain <laughs> in his voice when he inquired about Abby's sister and roommate, yeah. I thought he only asked about the roommate. I think in, in this, this episode, episode, but I think he's he's talked about Jenny before. Okay. Um, it's as though he's implying they are a problem that needs to be taken care of or discarded. I... I don't get that much animosity from him. No, but I think he uses he uses the word roommate to pick on Abby. I think he does too. Like he's trying to imply that they're more than roommates. And he wants to her to address it. But she keeps sidestepping it. She's like, so, uh uh-huh, and Yeah. Yeah. Um so I don't know. I will keep an eye out for that. Okay. Uh when meeting Jenny, there was a hint of sarcasm, the legendary Jenny Mills. Mm-hmm. Hindsight, perhaps. Yeah. Um, notice how dry he was when he said, when she said, welcome to Sleepy Hollow, he didn't even acknowledge what she said. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. But again, uh, I think he is solely uh, career driven. Yeah. And Tony goes on to say, I think he's there to cause a divide between the witnesses. Absolutely. Definitely see that. That's what plot. Div- that's got to be conflict. Exactly. There has to be conflict, and he's there to create it. And it can't just be from the evil side. It's got. To, that's why I think. I think this will be a personal. That's why I think Zoe is a counterpart to Reynolds. I don't think Zoe or Reynolds are evil, quote unquote, like working they're, with Pandora. Exactly. I think they're the personal right. counterpart to Pandora's evil side. Right. Um. And I also feel like in season two they ignored the real world. Yes, they completely. spent they spent so much time in the supernatural world, um, but how many times did we say, "Well, isn't Abby going to work, or doesn't how she is, have to? How is she, she explaining this? How you know? Where's what about the how real? is Crane helping with this or whatever? Right, because in the first season we had Frank Irving putting her on cases and they were investigating and other he things. Was fully, even when he wasn't aware of the full game, he knew Crane was involved. Right. But he in knew season what two, she was working. it was absolutely ignored that Abby was working. So real life didn't happen in season two. Yeah, exactly. But here in this season, they've brought in Daniel and Zoe as yeah. um, to reintroduce the real world. Yeah. So yeah. I can see, of course, that's going to be a conflict. The real, the conflict between the real world and the supernatural world. Yeah. That, yeah, I absolutely see that. So, anyway, um, so I'm going to skip through part of this because, like, we only have so much time. We're already over two hours. Um, What's sad is, once again, okay, this is back to Tony's email. What's sad is, once again, Abby is going to be a victim of, uh, this time, of Pandora. Which is true because, well, I don't, I don't want to say this is true. I can see that because she does tend to creep on Abby more than she does Ichabod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abby fears love and abandonment. Yes. And yeah. thanks to Crane's self-centeredness, neither one will see it coming when Pandora turns Abby against Team Witness. Uh, 
I don't know about that. I don't really see anything to support it yet, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but I think it will take Crane getting his head out of his ass and finally realizing <laughs> he hurt her deeply. And tell us what you what you think, Tony. Do not hold back. <laughs> because, uh, you know. Because that's true. They have not dealt with the whole No, they haven't. Thing. And, and they've, I, they've had a conversation about it. Well, and the I, thing is, I think it's just as much Abby's fault because she's not addressing it. She hasn't blown up at him. She has not said, do you know how much you hurt me? I know. And you know how much you abandoned wow. me and I have abandonment issues with my so, whole dad and my mom thing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Tony's deeply upset about that. And it's uh, rightly so. Yep. Um, and pointed me to a. Uh, pointed me to an article online, which I did read. Um, I'd rather not discuss for reasons, professional and personal. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, da-da-da. Anyway, and Tony says, thanks for reading this. And thank you, Tony, for writing yep. in again. Um, You're so passionate. We And we appreciate your passion. We do. Uh, we appreciate your email and your feedbacks. You made some very good points, especially about Daniel. Yeah. Um, and until I don't I, trust his damn ass. I, you know, I trusted him even less after reading Tony's email. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't trust him. Mm-mm. I would like to say it for the record but I, that I never trusted his dumb ass because he does not need to get in the way of my babies. I know. I know. I'm, and I don't like Zoe neither. I don't I even like Betsy don't. Ross. <laughs> Betsy's dead, honey. I they are I'm Betsy's so dead. worried they're going to bring her to the present. I don't know. I'm so sick of they've done that so And whatever bullshit done. reason, like whatever bullshit magic reason could bring her to the present, you know it's going to be horrible. I know. So it's just going to be bad if that and happens. And there are no rules, just right. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully she'll stay in the past and we know the end game of that. You know, know, so that's my silver lining. But we have to have conflict or there would be no show. This is very true. So I am out of feedback now. Okay. Uh, you got anything? Nope. Anything else? Uh, just just to remind everybody to go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, uh, to check out all our other stuff. Yep. You can, uh, uh, what else do we do? Gotham? <laughs> Gotham. I don't even know anymore. We do uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Um, we do uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Yes, and the random movies. Yes, uh, which we did, we, which we just did, Shaun of the Dead for Halloween. Yep, check it out. Um, and uh, we're going to be doing Agent Carter in the next couple months. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that'll be great. Because November is tomorrow. Tomorrow is November. Oh my gosh! It means it's almost my birthday. Uh huh. Mm, Thirteen days away. So yeah, if you want to send me a birthday card <laughs> at randomtpodcast at gmail.com yeah uh, and it's november it's friday the 13th it is friday the 13th i'm so excited i know it happened it's happened a few times in my life but yeah anyway uh and yeah and then um if you follow us on twitter or the tumblr you'll know exactly when our podcasts drop yeah because it's funny um we we watch our site traffic because we're giant nerds and uh, we noticed quite the uptick this morning in people visiting the Sleepy Hollow. And we're assuming you guys were waiting for the cast. Um, so we usually post uh, in the afternoon on Saturdays because we record in the afternoon on Saturdays. So right. I don't want anybody. I mean, if you want to refresh and get the hit camera, we're up, happy that's, that's cool. But to I just, watch you come visit, just, you know. We, we generally stick to a schedule. We try to. Um, you have to understand. I know a lot of podcasters tend to release the, the next, next day. Next day. Uh, we both have full-time jobs yeah. uh, during the week and uh, other obligations. This is not the only thing we do. So, 
So, yeah, sorry. Saturday's the quickest we can get this done. Yeah. So, and not uh, die. And not, yeah. Because the whole thing is we want to be able to sustain this. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah. Crash and burn, baby. Crash and burn. Yeah. So, uh, I'm done. That's all I have. Please let this be the last crossover. Please. 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 Let it die. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, guys.